Um, as we are still home, any new things you've done, any recipes you've tried, things you've watched, things you've done that you're like, this is something I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done were it not for being home all the time. Uh, honestly, yeah. So I've, I picked up a couple things. So, um, I hope yes, cause you don't have kids. I'm like people who don't have kids have got to be binge watching things all the time. I don't know how you don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Right. I have like no excuse. Like I have, I don't have another human to take care of, um, besides Barry, of course. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> is he potty trained yet? No, gosh darn it! Gotta no. get a sticker chart and be like something like that. Yeah, you know. we've, tried, we've tried the treats, we've tried everything. Wow, but... man! You know he'll be do, he'll do it when he's ready. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So um, I've I have started gardening a bit. Wow. So um, I really have never been a like a person who does garden stuff. I yeah. hated. I, first of all, I've never been an outdoors person, period. Mm -hmm. um, and my mom was always like really into gardening and used to like try to drag me out and like help her weed and plant stuff. And it was like never my jam. And then, um, and then of course, you know, amazing things happen when you're uh, locked in your house for mm -hmm. seven weeks or whatever. Yeah. And um, it happens to be springtime. And it's springtime. It's yeah. springtime and, and you don't want to go to the grocery store. So you're like, hmm, can I grow tomatoes? Mm -hmm. <laughs> can, can I grow some peppers instead? Mm -hmm. um, and we don't have like a backyard. So like our, our backyard is just sort of like a fenced in area and it's astroturf like on the ground. Yeah, just like a patio sort of situation. We live mm -hmm. in a townhouse place. And um, so I just have like pots of stuff. Um, so I've got some tomatoes, nice. Uh, nice. A, bunch, a bunch of herbs like rosemary and thyme and stuff like that. Nice. Um, and I just got a green bell pepper plant. Um, but it's been so chilly lately. And like all of these plants need like heat to really in like full sun. Yeah, it was like a beautiful so, spring weather and then it got cold all of a sudden the past few days. I know, what is up with that? It's like freezing outside now. Um, so I've been doing that. And then like on a less sort of productive note, I've also been um, scrolling a lot on TikTok. And oh my God. I've been on that. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm way too old for it. You might be too. You say that. I know. I said that too. I know. Too. But now everybody, but now everybody and their uncle, every like an Xer who's been furloughed is like, I can do yeah. this thing. <laughs> every 45 year old. Right. It is so addicting. Like it really, and it's so smart. Like the algorithm like starts to learn your preferences based oh on the videos that you watch. And so it just like sucks you in. Like I was late starting to watch this episode because I was Amazing. just scrolling on TikTok and I looked up at the at the clock and I was like, oh shit, I need to watch this episode. What I'm fascinated by is like the editing is pretty sophisticated for some people, like how they splice together. Yeah. And so I'm like, I've never been on the app. I don't have the app. People have sent me videos or they, do you call them TikToks? I'm not going to do I that. I don't know. <laughs> people, send me, people send me some ticks um, and I've talked <laughs> and I've talked on them. Um, <laughs> And, you know, they're very funny, the ones that have been sent. Yeah. One of the cat whispering in the guy's ear. Have you seen that one? No, I don't Holy think so. Holy shit. I'm not doing like a virtual, like a TikTok on this because it well, it's fucking hilarious. While you're, but while you're looking I'm, for that. Yeah. I, but I'm like, how do you I edit was... all this? Because it's like little like chopped up. Like, it's like, I know it's like Vine, but I never did Vine either because I'm not 15 living in like Pennsylvania or whatever. I'm not, I'm not like a kid. I mean... I know people have gotten so and even it's some of it's just like the simplest concept and people have made it like really quite like complicated and cinematic yeah. and it's like surprised um, what you can do with this app. Um, but I was curious as I was scrolling through this, um, 
because okay so this is this is like kind of embarrassing i guess but like again i told you the algorithm starts to learn your preferences and so at the moment it's learned that i like stuff like funny cat videos mm-hmm. or like um like dance like hip-hop dance videos but it's also come to realize that i like um like adam driver slash kylo ren mm. so it's showing me a lot of like adam driver content nice. Yeah, um, when he like which, bangs his chest in Force Awakens. Precisely. A lot of that. <laughs> which led me to think like, okay, so they've got the, there's like also like pockets of fandoms on this app as well, which made me think, wow. is there like a Hannibal, is there like a Hannibal subset on TikTok? I would not be surprised. Um, and there is. Fuck yeah. And it's a, 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 most of it is a lot of like cosplay um, of or, Hannibal himself. That's um, interesting. But a, yeah, yeah, I know, right? Um, but some of it is also just like, why is Mess Mickelson so hot? <laughs> like a lot of that too. This is the one I wanted to show you. Um, let's see. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> uh... So it's but a like cat like looking at it's a whoa shit oh, oh oh no no it's a cat like looking at this guy's earbud or airpod or whatever they're called airbud yeah um and he just dubbed over that song in it because it's like a whisper yeah. yeah and the cat's just like nibbling at his ear it's fucking crazy well i'll have to post some of these like um hannibal tiktoks or something yeah. um Do it. And, and show you what i found but anyway i that's i've been going down that rabbit Gardening hole TikToking. Yeah, gardening. So and you're TikTok. both you becoming gotta... like a 65 year old and also a 15 year old. Correct. Yeah, right. I've got the, the the Gen Z and the Boomer both. You're going both in directions. Equal nice. measure. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What about you? What have you have you picked uh, up anything? Nothing really. Like I stopped running once we got quarantined because I was signing up for the half marathon, which would have been yesterday in Nashville. And I was training for it. It was looking great. And then once it got canceled and we're all working from home and it's like whatever. And I'm just like, uh. And so I stopped going to the gym, obviously. Mm. And then I just not having the energy to go for runs. I just stopped, which is dumb, but it is what it is. <laughs> no, so I'm like, I took up running. I'm going to get that Rona fit. No. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I've been baking some. I've never really baked. So I bake bread, just like yeah. regular basic white bread for sandwiches a few weeks ago. And it turned out great, which gave me a lot of confidence. And then I've been yeah. just playing with beer bread because beer bread's super easy. And I yes. love beer. And so it's been fun to be like, oh, this is, this is, my first batch with like a wheat ale and that, that's interesting. And then I did it again with like a porter that was darker and hardier. Yeah. And so that's been fun. No, um, that I have been watching those um, adventures on your Instagram. They, they look <laughs> fantastic. Your bread does. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. It looks good. Elliot does not like, my daughter does not like the beer bread. She's like, I don't like it. And so I'm like, okay, oh. it's fine. I buy pita oh. and stuff from the grocery store and we have sandwiches for that. But like, <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, no, eating a shit ton of like carbs, beer bread. A friend of ours makes his own bagels now and has been delivering them on his bike around East Nashville for a dollar oh, a pop. Um, and it's re- they're legitimately really good. Like he's been buying like hundred pounds of flour and he's been selling out quickly. Like he's, I wonder how much wow. he's actually making um, at a dollar a pop. Isn't that much? But I don't also don't, I don't know how much bagels that yields and how much it costs to buy a hundred dollars of flour, hundred exactly. pounds of flour, hundred pounds of flour. Um, yeah, they've been very good. So I'm eating that a lot. I've been eating bagels almost every day, if not just two, if not one, then maybe two bagels some days. I, I, I fucking love bagels. Um, I love, love bagels. We've kind of been gardening. We put some, we planted some seeds with our daughter and some of them are sprouting. So some gardening, 
just like projects around the house, even old house. So we're like, oh, we should clock that, uh, which like stresses me out. I'm not the kind of person who like likes to do projects. Like the idea of like, all right, it's Saturday, I'm gonna go put, I'm gonna go put around the garden, or I'm gonna go, you know, reclock this thing. I'm like, fuck that. I'm a tourist. I want to like wear my yeah, sweatpants just... and like watch a thing and eat bagels. Yeah, I'd eat bagels and then like yeah. do an edible and watch Emma, which I did last night, and that was fucking dope. Oh, watch the new Emma that just yeah. came out. Instead of in theaters, it's on rental VOD, and it's really good. Is it okay? I've all heard I know is Clueless, so I'm like, okay, that's Paul Rudd, right? Got it. Okay, great. Uh, okay. Oh, that's Wallace Shawn. He's the teacher. Got it. Okay, great. Like, I love that lead girl. Um, I never seen whatever that lead actress name is. She was in um, Split. I think was that movie with James McAvoy where he like oh played yeah, all those. which he was, was like a, she was. A trilogy, right? The M. Night Shyamalan. It was like, yeah. The, I never seen any of those. Yeah, exactly. The Unbreakable and Glass. And then she was also in that movie, probably 2015, 2016, uh, The Witch. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Which is like the, same dude did, the Witch is the same guy who did, um, it's gonna, it's gonna, The Lighthouse. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen The Witch yet, but I love Lighthouse. Um, I love The Witch. Lighthouse blew my dick off. I fucking love The that. Lighthouse is next level. I was like, I was talking to a friend of mine about it because a friend of mine who doesn't present as the kind of person who would like art movies, like mm. The Lighthouse, I think, it's like that kind of guy is a sports guy, you know, but like is interested in things, but like is not exposed to it. But like once he's into something, he's like, wait. So he saw Lighthouse on a whim and he was like, this movie, he's seen it like four times. Now he's like, this movie is amazing. <laughs> And he's like obsessed with it. He was like, I, I don't know if I like could. He's like, like Pepe Silva. He's like connecting dots. He's like, okay. So actually, I think Willem Dafoe isn't a real person. I think he's a spirit. And I think like all this crazy. Oh. I see. I don't know if I could watch it four times. Like I could maybe watch it one more time. I don't know. It was one of those movies where like I left and I was so shooketh that I was like, oh. that was such a great experience. And also, I never want to return. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ooh, that was good. Okay, great, done. I've seen it. Great, <laughs> close that book. No, but yeah, but... like, I feel like on set it must have been so much fun for the two of them to go head to head against each other because Defoe yeah. is always bringing Pattinson. I love the choices he's making. He's like mm. Rob. He's doing. He's pulling off like a Daniel Radcliffe vibe, where he's just mm. like making fun, interesting choices. And I love these young actors who have shit tons of money because they did a big franchise and now they're just like doing things that seem interesting yeah. or challenging or funny. I love it. I'm always for it. And so like for the two of them, it must've been really fucking fun and it must've been horrible for the folks on set. Yeah. Like if you're like, like the sound guy, you're fucking pouring down rain, you're, you're freezing. Yeah, I think I, I saw um, this one like quick interview with Defoe and he was, he basically said like, uh, just as much where he was like yeah it was an incredible experience like Robert Pattinson was super talented blah 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 but like oh. we couldn't wait to get, yeah. we couldn't wait to get the fuck out of yeah. that house <laughs> yeah and so many of the shots are night shoots so I'm sure it's like the middle of the night you're in some island because like because like but that, 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 I don't believe that those interior shots were like a soundstage that they were fucking in a house on some island in the middle right. of like the the North Atlantic, off the coast of like Maine or some shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Golly. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was very good. Yeah, I highly recommend Emma. Emma was a feast for the eyes. Like that, okay. I was like, what? I guess because Jane Austen is so great, which makes that kind of like Empire era 
so timeless. Like mm-hmm. just something that, 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 that we did at college. That was when you and I met. And mm-hmm. so like, that's a very fun world to play in. And those, and those characters are so well drawn, but like, yeah. it's also like the visual style of that is so beautiful. Like the colors and the, the houses and the, the grounds and the, the decorating and the outfits. It's just such a, it was such a feast for the eyes. Okay. And it was so okay. talky that I was like, hold on, I have to rewind it because I wasn't paying attention to what she was saying. I was just focused on the set behind her. Oh, so it was really like script based? Like they were the. Well, it is. Like, like it's very true to the language of the original. I, th- I think the oh, book. Okay. Like they don't try to be, like dumb it down for the dummies or like even spell things out. It's just spoken, yeah. which is which I appreciated. No, that's great. Shot beautifully. I highly recommend it. I loved it. I'll uh, add it to the list. We watched um, we watched Downhill last night. Julia Louis Dreyfus and Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah, the, well, that's the force majeure. Force majeure, like reimagination or whatever. How was it? It was good, actually. Okay. Yeah. Force majeure. It's good. I mean, was she together at the Bell Court. Did what? I saw force majeure at the Bell Court in Nashville. Oh, I never saw force majeure. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, that's what, well, Palm d'Or winner from uh, Cannes, so yeah. Boom, boom. Um, no, it actually is really good, and it's, um, it's, it's funny, but it's also, like, it's serious, obviously, because it's about their marriage and this, you know, tough trip that they're on and, and all oh, yeah. of that, um, but there were just so many moments where, like, you know, I think as someone who's been in a in a long-term relationship and married, you would probably relate to some of the, some of the beats. I mean, I just being in a long-term oh, yeah. relationship, we, we sort of, there were moments when we looked at each other, like, Oh, we know that argument. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, that yeah. sounds familiar. Oh, yeah. No, the original one's the same way, like little moments. And like the moment was so true to life where she's like, yeah, cause you ran away. And he's like, what? No, no, what are you talking about? Like, I don't right. know if he was intentionally gaslighting her. I think he was just like, what? Like, what? No, I, I, I don't. In my telling of it, I, I, I don't know what I, you know, just like, I just love yeah. all yeah. the little like layers of that. It was so good. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's, it's like exactly that. But plus like Julie Louis-Dreyfus and Will Ferrell and, um, and oh, the guy from, I always forget. He's still in it though, with the big ginger beard, Tormund yeah. Giant. So he was in the original. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the it, thread. Yeah. He's the current thread. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into it. For one last time, to quote Hamilton, we are the ethical butchers. butchers. Uh, Woo. We made it two, almost two years going. Yeah, that still blows my mind. Yeah, that's what well, I'm saying. Of 2018, we started this project on a whim, legitimately. I was driving back from Mitchell's Deli, and I was like, "I want to do a podcast." I mean, what a what a what I wouldn't give to go back to 2018 <laughs> and say, "Let's do it sooner." What are you ta- like? <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, no, yeah, wow. I remember that. I remember us. Rec- Recording our first episode in my cat um, kept running around. Yeah. Yes, in, in my apartment, my cat kept running around, and my AC kept kicking on. And <laughs> yeah, boy, oh boy, we were kids then. We didn't know any better. We were babies. <laughs> what did we know? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, here we are. Here we are. Season three, episode thirteen: "The Wrath of the Lamb." The yeah. the the big one. Was this the first time watching it for you? So it was like this has been brought up before, but I can't remember. 
so here's what I realized as I was watching this. I thought, cause I've been saying for however long that I think I had, I, I thought I had seen part of this episode, but never yeah. to the very end. Got it. But watching it this time, I oh. think I've never seen this entire episode. Oh. Like, I think this whole episode oh. was new. Wonderful. And I also, I also think I was confusing this episode with something else. Um, like, maybe the movie The Red Dragon? Because there oh. were scenes I have in my head that I thought <laughs> were going to occur, and then they didn't, and I was like, then what the fuck was I thinking about? Um, anyway, oh, so all I that love- to say, this was my first time watching it. I, ca- I can't wait to unpack it with you then. I mean, I'm excited to unpack this episode anyway, but now I'm excited to get your take. Yes. Get your take I mean, wow, we love the idea of having random movie images in your head and be like, what, was, what movie am I thinking of? I had that recently where I woke up from the nap yeah. and I, from a nap and I came down to, to Blythe. I was like, okay, what was the movie? Colin Farrell, Chicago. He's a, he's a politician. Um, I think Viola Davis is in it. But he, Chicago, Colin Farrell, the, the, the scene on a boat. And it turned out it was Widows. Yeah, Widows, right. And I was just like, Blythe's like, you went with Colin Farrell on a boat, Chicago? <laughs> like that's the, and I was like, I don't know. I was just like getting weird. Like, like there's a scene in like a political thing where he's talking to somebody and then, oh, oh, she, she pretends to be in the teacher's union. But it's like teachers, but that's one scene. I'm like, yeah, no, but that, 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 that. and I was like, what movie is this? Colin Farrell, uh, uh, Robert Duvall, teacher's union. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, widows, thank you. I love that movie. Yeah, it was good. Very good. Underappreciated. Um, it kind of flew under the radar. It yeah, it was one of those that was like it flew under the radar, and but it had like a lot of audience appeal, and they were like, "Could yeah, this go to cast. the awards?" They were like, "Is this award worthy?" Like question mark. I don't know, and it just never like took off in that way. Yeah, it was in that weird zone of like it's a heist movie, but it's not like an Ocean's Eleven kind of blockbuster heist movie, and it's right. a good movie with a good director and a great cast. But it's, yeah. it doesn't have the weight of like, or I guess didn't, wasn't perceived to have the weight of like an Oscar movie. So it kind of just like even, weird, weirdly threaded that middle ground. I don't even remember Colin Farrell in the fucking movie. All I remember is Viola Davis. Colin Farrell was like the incumbent city councilman who was rich, but like lived in like the district that was mostly poor and black, like South oh, right. he was like His father was the thing and he's like part of yeah. this like dynasty of Chicago politicians. Okay. All right. Well, that's for our and, next uh, uh, podcast. I was challenging him, but he had his dark past also. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is all coming. I was really into the politics. I didn't care about the heist. Or anything like that. I, I was really <laughs> politics. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Um, I have a little some housekeeping. The New York Times thing I posted got a lot of heat on Twitter. That was fun to see. The fact Ooh. that the New York Times shared, like, in their weekly, like, binge recommendations during this whole quarantine thing. The New York oh. Times mentioned My mom sent me a picture of that clipping, and I posted it on our Twitter. And it got, like, almost 100 likes and a lot of retweets, and it was very fun. Oh, shit. Well, I I deleted the Twitter app from my phone. Whoa. So I, like, legit haven't. Whenever all this corona stuff happened, uh, it was just causing so much anxiety. So I literally haven't logged into our Twitter Oh and like the longest time. Oh my god! Amazing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was good. It was, and I was like, it, it was a really good um, description of the show. I felt like it was really, yeah, yeah like visually stunning crime thrillers at its core. The series is about a stylish maniac and 
damaged soul fated to hunt him down. But it's also a series about delicious looking food and sumptuous clothing, a series about the darkness of the human mind and how staring into the abyss means that sometimes the abyss stares back, a series about how awful things can also be beautiful, like this episode especially. Yeah. Cinematography, sound design, and score are as distinctive as anything that's ever been put on television. Correct. And the core of Mads Mikkelsen, Hugh Dancy, and, and, and Larry brings <laughs> a memorable interpretations of the characters who have been portrayed on film multiple times. Correct. Like, wow. And I posted on Twitter, I said, it, they're leaving off the overt homoeroticism, but this is a treat for someone watching it for the first time. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I did have a question, though. So it goes Hannibal, 2013, 2015, three seasons, third and hour long episode starring. Mess Mickelson, Hugh Dancy, Lawrence Fishburne, and Julian Anderson. And I was wondering, I was in my head, my, my first response is, wow, Julian gets, co- gets fourth billing. I mean, maybe, and then I was like, well, but Delia has a lot. But then I was like, maybe, but does Raul have as much? Or Caroline Davarans? I'm mispronouncing. I'm, I'm yeah, D- pulling Dav- her last Davernos? name. I don't know. Davernos, I'm terrible at it. It's, it's a French Canadian name. Um, you know, did they're kind of equal footing with Bedelia character-wise. And then I was like, oh, is it because Jillian Anderson was from X-Files? Like, just she's a bigger name to put up there for the billing. And so I was like, interesting. Who would you put co-billing, like fourth build, after, of course, the big three? Who's fourth Uh, build there? I mean, I think for sure Jillian. Okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, mean, obviously love. Season three, she gets into the film a lot more season three. So I guess I'm still in my head thinking earlier, and I'm like, Alana, Alana. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just the bigger name. I mean, obviously, I think Alana is in it more than than um, Delia. But if you're if you're looking to get someone to click on the article and start sure. watching Hannibal, you're going to want to slap Jillian's totally. name on there. Totally. And, and I figured that was part of it. Yeah. Oh, look! At, I just logged onto our Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I tweeted the thing for our episode twelve. I haven't tweeted one in a while. It used to be our tweeter in chief before all this went down. Uh, all right. Any anyone you have at the Rolodex? Anyone you want to give a toast to? Last episode, we tried to keep it positive because shit's popping off right now. I know. I feel like I do still want to give a toast to someone. Just trying to keep it posy. Posy vibes. I have a very tongue-in-cheek Rolodex edition, but also like fucking get on board people i want to i want to throw in the rolodex whoever are the executives for content or whatever at nbc universal and this is why Mm. we're all stuck in our houses right now everyone's you know stuck watching things hbo showtime have been free recently you know stars Mm. a little bit hbo universal you own the rights to all the harry potter movies give us what the fuck we want and put it on demand (laughs) i have the sci-fi app i have cable like there'll be a cycle when like all of a sudden they're on demand for like two weeks and then, and then they're gone. You can like stream them for free. Yeah. It's like the but Disney vault or something. We want put the Harry Potter movies for on demand to stream. But, You'll put commercials. I don't give a fuck, but put them on there. They're not anywhere. Nope. nope Cause I have the USA and the sci-fi apps to stream shows because Harry Potter will be on sci-fi a lot on like a random like weekend. Yeah. Marathon. And so for, so occasionally it'll then be on demand. You can then stream them on your phone or whatever. And then it's not for a while. And I've been like, motherfuckers, un- like, take it out of the vault. Take the Harry yeah. Potter movies out of the vault. Come on. We're all sitting around. We're all feeling like lethargic. I mean, What's better yeah. than putting on fucking Goblet of Fire on a Tuesday afternoon? 
like nothing. But, all, but also <laughs> like, you know, why would they, you know what I mean? Like, why would, yeah, like, why I, I, I like, had a the public good, like do your jobs. Come on. I guys. had a They're similar, I had a similar conversation with Perry recently because I saw a commercial that the latest Star Wars movie was like released on video and, and I was like, oh, good, like, um, we can rent it on video on demand or whatever on a, or through cable. And he was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just going to be on Disney+. Plus. I said, no, it's not. He's like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's, they're just going to post it on Disney+. Plus. And I said, why would they post it on Disney+, Plus when they could charge you $7 to watch it yeah, on video? Since on Disney's like, we're losing so much money with our parks being closed and all that shit right now. Right. And so he was like, oh, I don't know. And he went to go check it out. And he was like, oh, you're right. I'm like, I know I'm right. Uh, but yeah, I it's it. like, it's why, I guess, why would they, you know? Give us what we want. Put Harry, like, uh, allow me to watch Harry Potter for 20 minutes at a time while I'm, like, doing well, it at 10 p.m. Like, that, that, that's all I want. Like, that's the best thing for that. Like, oh, it's it's late night. I'm about to, about to I'm doing a little chore before I go up to bed. I want to watch something. Fuck it. Done. Ask me. Done. <laughs> I hear you. But again, they're probably, like... Fuck you! You probably have a DVD or sub or something of it somewhere. So go watch that, you yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you read the emails from Anne? Hi, Anne. Thank you. A newer, the a newest one. I haven't checked the see. I haven't checked the email in a little bit. I'm a terrible person in that regard. I just saw them come in and Shit. um. What up, Anne? And uh, I wasn't. I wasn't quite ready for Anne to lay some some um, knowledge on me like oh, she yeah. always does. Uh oh, she about to call us dum dums again in the nicest way possible. <laughs> she never calls us dum dums. She always just fills in the holes where we are like, "Doy, we don't know." And she's like, "Here you go, you here sweet you little go, babies, you go dummies." <laughs> so I, I want to now, while you're pulling that up, apologize to the listeners. You hear random sounds in the background. I'm recording in our in our guest room, which is has, has an adjoining wall to our daughter's room, who's supposed to be napping right now. And instead, she's currently laughing, just laying in bed laughing, going clap, clap, ha, 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 clap, clap, ha, ha, ha. It's so funny. Boom. Like, it's so stupid. I'm like, all right, two and a half year old. So if you hear snatches of someone in the background, that's, that's that. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Um, so I'll just read a, a quick bit of yeah. Anne because she sort of fills in the some gaps um, in our knowledge about Gateway. So she says in the book, yeah, Gateway. She says in the book Red Dragon and the movie Manhunter, home movie film like the murdered families used in the story would send their reels to the film lab to have it transferred to VHS tape. Whoa. Seems like seems really anachronistic for the Fuller TV show, Whoa. but in the book in but in the book and movie, it was a huge turning point when Will realizes that Francis is actually seeing the film and they trace back to who he is by finding the film address on the film real cam. Yeah, you can't have that and iPads in the same TV show. So we're going to get rid of that whole film thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like we have Hannibal reading Tattlegram on a tablet. We can't also have like, oh, it's a film company. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, and yes. I guess... Sorry, go ahead. No, nothing. I was like, we can't have VHS players, like VCRs, as well as having iPads. <laughs> right. We gotta we gotta pick one and go with it, and we just won't explain the other part. Yeah, I was reading some um, review about this episode, and um, 
just as we, just as many fanables have told us, and just as we, I think, have guessed ourselves that, like, the books go into great detail about Frank's mm-hmm. backstory, um, whereas the TV show, like, doesn't quite, <laughs> um, and just sort of, like, jumps in wherever, um, and, like, instead just focuses on the relationship between him and Will and Hannibal, but, 100%. so, I mean, Right. I mean, we always knew that there was more to figure out or like understand about whatever the hell Frank was doing and where he worked and whatever. And apparently that is, as Anne has alluded here, it was a big deal. Yeah. hundred percent. Like there's definitely, it's just a you know, reality of them being canceled and they're going to be canceled. Like there's so much that should have been fleshed out in these last half of season three um, yeah. that should have been fleshed out. You know, I think that for Reba's character, I was like, I, I would have loved, like, it would have been so much better for a character to get a lot more from her. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Sweet Reba. Yeah. Ugh. We barely knew thee. <laughs> All right. I still, haven't, I still haven't come up with anyone to toast. So oh, yeah. you, you, um, I had the Rolodex. And I don't, yeah, and the Rolodex. Um, you know, I guess um, I'll just toast, you know, the governors of the various states that have been quite contrary to um, the Trump administration's, mm-hmm. like, just insistence that we open up by, like, a certain date. And so you mm-hmm. see the governors of California and and even, like, lo- more local politicians, like our mayor, who's been like, yeah, all right, listen, like, yeah, he's like, listen, we'll we'll open up, but it's not going to be based on some date. Like, we're going to make sure that it's aligned with whatever the health experts say is safe. And yeah. so yeah. I really appreciate leaders who are, um, I don't know, using their brains and the, the brains of their team members, too. Exactly. I'm actually listening to people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I saw an amazing tweet that someone, I think it was Kumail Anjiani, tweeted. He goes, he is breathtakingly stupid. He's so stupid that... You all know who I'm talking about, and I don't even ever have to say the person's name. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, especially and he's lazy. With like, let's also remember he's yeah. so lazy. Yeah, <laughs> he's so lazy, and he's so like. I mean, I mean, uh, whatever. We know what he is, yeah. but I just couldn't with his with his latest like injecting disinfectants. Well, that's the thing. I'm I, I'm of two minds. One mind is of like. We have to call this out. It's insane. It's dangerous. This is fucking crazy. Other side is like, this is a smokescreen. McConnell's trying to like stack the benches before the Senate changes possibly. And this fucking, mm. all this craven stuff's going down. And now we're all howling about Lysol. Like, come on guys, we're falling into the same trap we always fall into. Mm. He gets criticized for something, something gets exposed. He says something insane that because he's the president, we have to fucking talk about now. And now we're not paying attention to the real shit. I mean, like, that's a that's a good point. I mean, that's and that's it's so always frustrating because I'm like, these are both things that are like, no, he's a president. No, don't fucking say that, and we should be mad about it. At the same time, like, true, missing, you know? like this is the thing. Like, <laughs> absolutely, no. I think both both things can be true, and we can hopefully hold both things simultaneously. That this is both yeah. insane and stupid and dangerous, and also there's that, and there's also this other thing going on that's also insane and dangerous, and yeah. yeah. Ugh. Okay. Should we get into it? Let's do it. it. The Wrath of the Lamb, which is on the same theme of the Book of Revelations, the Lamb of God being Christ or the Son of God, or, you know, they're all kind of three in one. Revelation 6 talks about the Wrath of the Lamb. Uh, I can read the whole chapter, don't worry. 
Um, I read the whole chapter yesterday before reading it. I'd be like, all right, let, 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 let's take a look at this whole thing. It was just about opening up the seals and releasing the four horsemen. Um, Good God. Tremble before the wrath of the lamb, um, which Will, of course, is, you know, in his righteous, his righteous anger, his righteous fury. Yes. Well, we just, we figured out last episode who all the, who everyone is playing. <laughs> them all up. Got it. We got them all cast. It's good. That's yes. right. <laughs> I, I'm, again, I'm very happy with that. Spell the metaphor out for the dummies. Sure. Um, so it opens with Frank and Reba. It cuts. It's like episode ends. We start right from the beginning. Boom. Right back. Right, right. Yeah. We're right back in. I am the dragon. Um, yeah. And this is some like hard, hardcore shit going down. She's like, he's like, feel my neck. Don't. He's like, feel my face. Don't do what you're about to do. And like, immediately grabs her neck. And he's like, feel the key. I wrote, he's full dragon now. Like, there's no more insecurity anymore. There's no, like, I'm kind of a shy boy. He's fucking in it. Well, he's like, not even, yes. Well, I don't know. Because, you know, later on, he says, like, I'm, 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 stronger than the dragon now or something like that so i'm like like, i'm keeping him away from you or i can't keep him off you this kind of duality of he's two people so is he is he just like full strength frank here or is he or or is he full strength dragon it's a good question i think they're kind of feeding off each other and i think as the dragon is becoming his his own self has kind of risen to it as well yeah because like he just had so much he has so much confidence in this. There's no hesitation. There's no anything. He's yeah. like fully, fully in it. Um, oh, this was intense. The whole lock the door. Yeah, it's a lot. I want to see if I can trust you. Yeah, go lock Oof. the door. Don't run. I'll catch you. Um, Oof. Which he also says later. And then yes. multiple times, he's like, "Don't run. I'll catch you." Like, <laughs> okay, Frank, is that your tagline? Um, right. And so she. She, what does she do? She, she does what, what fuck I would do. She yeah, goes to like, wait a lock second, the door. Let me try to make a run for this. Yeah, goes to lock the door and then like tries to bowl and he's already, it's like he already fucking. He's like, now I know you failed the test. That's right. Oof. So whatever, he like ties her up or whatever or sits her down, starts <laughs> to splash fuel on her or whatever lighter fluid or whatever yeah. it is not on her like around the room like around right right yeah i also wrote that the, the lock on the door is like a it looks like one of those like diary locks like the little like dear diary yeah. like a little like those big like heart-shaped locks that they'll the, yeah. the fake key you put in to, like un- unlock your journal when you're 10 years old yes which like i that. <laughs> Which I definitely had one of those and then certainly lost the key and then had to oh, just like, no. ri- just had to like brute force rip the journal open. Oh, how many pages of your diary were just full of like some, some boy's name, like a heart, some like his name and script, his name and so cursive. So many. His name and bubble letters. Honestly, I was thinking about that, just a quick, like, a quick divergence. I was thinking about that, that last night because I was watching SNL and A.D. Bryant did this skit where she was talking about all of her old journals that she's kept. She was like, mm-hmm. like eight or something like that. And I was like, oh God, like I was that girl too, where I kept like regular journals up until I was like 15, 16, something wow. like that. And I kept them all for the longest time um and then maybe three four years ago i was like reading through some of them we were like had just moved we just moved apartments or something like that and i was just like flipping through them and i was like you know what these are 
too embarrassing. Yeah. I can't have these exist in this world. And I just like threw them all I away. A little bit ago, we, we were conjuring one of our closets and she was like, oh no. And it's like, <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. She's like, I don't even know who yes. this guy is. I don't even know. Who exactly. <laughs> no, it's like, oh, oh, Eric. Oh, uh, Devante, like whoever the oh, fuck. I was God. like, God, I just can't. Why is that so universal? Like for generations, it's like, I'm going to write down their name over and over again. Like, what is it about that? I have no clue. <laughs> right. And it's like such a girl thing to do. Like guys don't scribble girls' no, names on stuff. I right? would occasionally do that. In okay. I didn't do it in high school because I never really having, like, I didn't have like a girlfriend in high school, really. Like not really. Okay. Um, I, well, these weren't, these weren't even guys that I was dating. These were just like guys I had a crush on. Crushes, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like write names that people had crushes down on. I didn't do that. I don't know what I did. Hmm. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, sorry. Yes. No, you're fine. Yeah, it's no, fine. I wanted to, I was like, this is a diary ass lock. Um, what was it? I wrote, don't grab it, feel it. And I was like, ooh. Oh, it's the shotgun. Ooh. <laughs> ooh, sexy. I know. I was like, ooh, yeah. don't grab it, feel it. Hmm. I mean, I, this whole episode surprised me like so many easter eggs i've forgotten a lot of this episode i forgot that that this wasn't him who blew his head off so many mr x like i when obviously well and we also know i'm pretty gullible when it comes to this show so i'll believe damn near anything and so um (laughs) so right when he blew his head off i was like wow that didn't seem like in his character to do like he didn't seem like the kind of person who would just kill himself but Wow, that was easy. All right. Like, yeah, but I the dragon's dead. like something's going to happen. Like his death will unlock something or I don't know. There's going to be some kind of whatever. No. Yeah. Bought it. Hook, line, and sinker. And yeah. then Reba okay. comes crawling out. Together to release the dragon. And then I was like, wow, Zerino blew his head off. <laughs> wow. I was like, whoa. Whoa. I know. And, so, and I wrote, she is great with the towel and the stop, drop, and roll. She's smart. She's I mean, great. Reba um, just is the best of us out here. Yes. No, Reba is awesome. And like the next scene after credits, because then it's credits, she gets in the hospital and she escapes credits. And she, no, well, she, she's crawling credits and it cuts in the hospital. And I wrote, fuck yeah, Reba. I was like, this character deserves so much more. more, more screen time, more lengthening her out, more of us getting to know her because she'll do things like, you know, the blind, you know, attract people who foster dependence and feed on it. I've tried to be super into like all this stuff. Like this is interesting. Yeah. um, (laughs) I I even loved the moment at the end whenever Will is leaving and he said something like, oh, you know, he was just a man who had a a freak on his back. Like there's nothing wrong with you. And she goes, I know there's nothing wrong with me. I was like, you better tell him. I was like, yeah, there's, I never said there was something wrong with me. Yeah, um, but like I get why he would say that because like, you could sense that like this whole thing, you could be like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Like I attracted yeah. a, a crazy like like this, what's up with me? You know, I could totally see how one could go down that rabbit hole. And so I think Rose sure. was trying to do some good counseling. She's just super strong and didn't necessarily need that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Um, yeah, I was like, Will, you could be a good counselor if you weren't like a loot, like, you know. Like, like you could use your empathy for good man just like sit down and really work with people on their stuff 
Right. Just like normal stuff, not yeah. like, you know, chopping up body stuff. No, no. Not, not like he formed an eye with the bodies in order to look back at God. What the, f- no, just like someone like having some issues with their mom and having that transfer over to the work with their boss. Oh, sorry. I got too real for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but right, exactly. Normal everyday Just like normal stuff, stuff you know? <laughs> oh, good God. Well, I I love this next like transition. I think this that so like Will Will leaves Reba, right? Yeah. And then he goes to go see Hannibal. Yeah, so we're in the Norman um, yes, right. So it's it's not right exactly. They're in um their mind palace or whatever. Whether they're in his mind, they're in Hannibal's mind. I don't know. Yeah, this is the point of view out? of Han- I imagine this to be this is Hannibal's point of view. Hannibal's point to them in the in the actual cell. Now we're seeing it kind of from Will's third person third person point of view, and when we're in the yeah, Norman yeah. Chapel, we're seeing it from Hannibal's point of view. I thought it was just such a beautiful shot whenever Will enters the chapel and he like pushes open those gates, mm-hmm. and you can see just like the intricacy of the church like in front of them and light coming in. It's just like as good a shot as as the show is. Like oh, it it's is, beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeously shot. And the colors and the lighting of it, great. Yeah. Love that shirt, by the way. Uh, oh, thanks. I just, I think I got it at Goodwill or something. Nice. Or I you found it in a dumpster. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I was, I, I did a lot of dumpster diving. Whenever All the, the college student... students were forced to move out and you just went through the trash cans the next day, right? Listen, <laughs> friends, people out there in the world, listen to me. If you live near a college, especially if it is a nice college, figure yeah. out when the students move out is totally. and show up you'll get us, you'll and, get and go through the garbage. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go through the garbage. People threw out, have thrown out. Then I have so much nice shit from stuff that students have just been like, oh, I can't fit this in my carry-on and toss it in the yeah. trash. Yeah. That's a, that's a gift for me to you. There you go. You're welcome, listeners. Take You're that. Welcome. The gift for me to you is Melina's spinoff podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Okay. And then we do some wicked, I love the ding dong, the dragon's dead. Ding dong, the dragon's dead. And then uh, he goes, you came all this way and you didn't get to kill anyone. <laughs> but, 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 but congrats on Chilto, by the way. Yeah, yeah, great work. What a cunning boy you are, he oh, said. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> what a cunning. People have a lot of adjectives for Will in this episode. We'll get to them yes. later, later. I don't want to spoil it. It's oh, very, yeah. very satisfying. That's a good one. And I would love for you to read it for me because I was like, I, I came in from Melina to do a reading of, of what Delia calls him later. <laughs> I, I don't think I wrote it down, so I'll need a, I'll I need got to the text. refresh him. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, and he goes, even that little enemy inside have any part of recognizing this? Basically, he's like, I get if like good guy Will was like, what are you talking about? But come on, there's part of you that fucking knew what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Let's be real here absolutely there was um Oof, Hannibal's yeah like, why would you go home like yeah he's like the, okay hold up like nothing will be normal ever again and when life becomes maddeningly polite think about me yes and he goes oh something he goes think about me don't miss me or something like that yeah don't yeah Not something me. like that don't miss me think about me and then I wrote, somehow Hannibal will know. Like, this is the crazy thing about this show, is that, like, I buy 
that I am, I'm on board for the idea that like Will's thinking about Hannibal and Hannibal knows that Will is thinking about him in that moment. And I wrote superpowers. Like there's this weird, like two <laughs> superpowers. Like yes, he somehow has like superpowers. He like, he looks at a picture and goes, oh yes. Like I know he's thinking of me right now. Like I just like, oh, like yeah. I totally like I'm on board for the fact that Hannibal has these like weird superpowers. Well, I think whenever you are like probably a psychiatrist for long enough and also just like a psychopath and uh, like have just spent so much time like studying people and like studying the world, uh, like I buy that he would now have some sort of like heightened omnipresent like sense of when like what people are thinking or like what their motives are. He's like, I know all the step you're going to make. I know all the moves you're going to do. I get when you'll think of me. I know what situations will make you more likely to think of me. Okay, I got it. No, no yeah. big deal. He's yeah. always playing like eight-dimensional chess. He's just constantly doing things. And yeah. then Will throws it back in his fucking face. Yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like, I have to reject you for you to come here, basically. He's like, you, caught your, you turned yourself in because you always knew where I would be so that I would always know where you would be. Yeah. But the only way I, the only way you should do that was was because I rejected you. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I smashed the windows at your car. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the like last line as like Will is leaving mm-hmm. and he's, it's basically his like, presumably his like last goodbye is what it's supposed to be like, right? Because he has his hand on the, on the window and he's like yeah. basically like, fuck you, I'm never thinking about you again. Yeah. So he like turns around to leave and Hannibal goes, Will, was it good to see me? And Will goes, good? No. <laughs> Leaves. Good? Yeah. He's like, let, come yeah. on. I'm sorry. Good, Good. you yeah, said? Good. <laughs> yeah, good doesn't, we don't, good to see you. <laughs> Did it feel uh, some kind of hunger and aching? Maybe. But it wasn't good. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's the thing about this show. And I was thinking about like looking at the New York times review, how sometimes things that are terrible are also beautiful and things like that. I was like, maybe I'm so much of a tourist that like physical comfort and nicety and nice things are so like, I can't understand the idea that like it's painful. And yet I long mm. for it. I'm like, fuck, I don't understand what you mean by that. <laughs> like, right. Cause you're like, if it's I hunger painful, for this, I don't like it. Into my evil side. I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to be that person. Like, yeah. No, what? I like. I, I honestly, I'm like. This is a strange, weird thing, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I could see that being. You're. You're like. It's comfort and it's nicety and it's like goodness it's good. or it's things that don't nothing. feel don't feel good. Things that feel good feel good. Like, I guess the only way I the only way that I'm like no, it burns so good. It's like spicy food. Like I love really fucking spicy food, <laughs> and I'm like no, the burns, but it burns good. And I love that. But that's yeah. like so fucking tame. I know there's people who are into like lots of different stuff and they're like, no, but the pain is what I get off on. And I'm like, I don't understand. I, I don't understand. <laughs> not, not for me, but sure. Yeah. Sure. No, whatever. No, sure. I'm not sure. Of course. But it's just like, I can't even compute. I can't empathize. I'm fine. That's like no big deal. I'm not judging anybody ever. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yes. But I wonder if maybe you come off as a person who would like be up for that. I don't know. Cause I'm thinking you have the Capricorn rising. So whatever um, that means. Yeah. The Capricorn yeah, rising. You tap into my, I mean, you tap into my dark side. You mean Are you saying that Capricorns just tend to be more into the, like the struggle and the like pain if it's productive, like if it leads to something. Ooh, that's really hard for me. 
any kind yeah. of conversation or like I was talking to my therapist a few months ago about having like a serious conversation. And I was like, oh, that's really terrifying. <laughs> I see that on the other end of this could become something brand new, but that's fucking scary. Yeah. Huh. There's, there's yeah. more to unpack there. You got to dive into it. Yeah. I'm about to turn 31 next week. I got to just go into my thirties and really just tap into some shit. Time for transformation, right? For real. That's Let's go. Time for becoming. Ooh. Me and Michelle. I have my uh, fist under my chin, you know, just like her. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to the huge, another oh shit moment in this fucking episode. Like this episode, like, should be called oh shit. Like, <laughs> was that like a black eyed? Oh shit. Yeah. Oh shit. Yes. Honestly, again, like I am gullible. I bought this. I was like, ah, Whoa, no. Right. Whoa. <laughs> Here's what I thought. Here's my thought process because this is how insane I am. Oh shit. And I was like, oh, who's with? He's hallucinating this. First thought was the dragon is dead and Will's hallucinating this. Mm. Like Garrett Jacob Hobbit style, you know? Mm. He's been, he went so deep in his head that now he's like, fuck, the dragon is here. And then I was like, no, he is real. And he is real. Um, (laughs) He he is real. (laughs) I don't know why I find that so funny. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, oh, Reba's in on it. Oh, interesting. I didn't think that. But it's interesting your mind went there. Yeah, I was like, fuck, no. Not. We, what, what we saw with the fire and the head off, that was her story. She's fucking in on it. She got either Ooh. brainwashed or something. And then, no, there was another body. <laughs> but yeah. those were my like beats in my head. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I was trying to like connect the dots. That's funny. I mean, honestly, the, this show will do that to you because we've seen, we've seen, we've seen all of these situations, right? We've seen people hallucinate real people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, Garrett Jacob Hobbs or I don't know, Miriam Lass or whoever. Yeah. Yeah. People, you think you saw someone, but it was really a, whatever. Yeah. We've also seen people who we thought were like D.E.D. dead. Yeah. Full dead. Not coming. And, and still like appear like what up bitch bet you thought you never see me again and mm-hmm. like reappear yep and we've seen people who you thought were innocent bystanders to in fact be like in on the whole thing 100 percent. so it could have been any yeah. of those possibilities and then, oh, I, then right. my thought was fuck if reba's bad like that's a hell of a way to go out in this like final season of series finale like guess what <laughs> shit's turn like oh is she now an agent is she now a sleeper you're like yeah that's just that's funny that your head went there like i i just immediately thought like oh he wasn't dead that was somebody else and then i started thinking well how could that have been i was like how how technically could they have thought that that was him this whole time like wouldn't they've done forensics and then it was like cut to fbi forensics (laughs) but anyway oh man i i wrote about i wrote that the dragon and will are eskimo brothers uh <laughs> because he said blood and breath are are elements un, are undergoing change to fuel your radiance and he's like what he goes hannibal lecter said that to me and he said it to me too and i was like that's right they both fuck with hannibal <laughs> well it's like me, i've been there well and it also took him 2.5 seconds to convince frank to change hannibal 
Oh yeah. Like, that was such a, that was like such an easy conversation <laughs> between. Yeah, I know. Them. Right. Well, like, I, I don't know. He was like, well, oh yeah. Hannibal said this to me. He said this to me too. Oh, well you should change him. Don't you think? I was like, whoa, this is like, this is escalating. Well, yeah. I mean, I wonder if Will, because he's been so in his head, he's like, listen, you don't want to actually kill me. I'm not the guy you want. You want sure. Hannibal. Yeah. I can help you get Hannibal. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just let's, let's change him. I want to share. Let's change Hannibal. Um, and then we have a scene that, like, then we have uh, exposition from the comedy boys. <laughs> this fucking scene, this was an odd beat. It wasn't, it, it, was, it was oddly. Really odd. Yeah, yeah. It was like, okay, the, it was supposed to be a comedy moment, but it was also like weirdly dark. I mean, I guess they always do like the dark comedy thing. Yeah, but. yeah. Price is always like, but ding ding, she got her head blown off. Ha ha ha. <laughs> like it's it, it's always like that. Yes. So like that's on brand for them, but it was so tonally different than the scene right before it and the scenes after it. It was like mm. ooh, big lighting, we're in the lab, totally different lighting. The two of them are head on facing you side by side, and they're like, huh, this person was this, missing dough, blah blah blah, blew her head off, uh, switcheroo. And I'm like, what? <laughs> But I wonder in 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 like live, real time, were was Ooh, it like was that post commercial? Yeah, was there a commercial break somewhere? That's a in great there, question. If that was, if that was, let's change Hannibal. Commercial comes back, and then yeah. we get some exposition because now we need. I get the need to have it be summed up because there's no more episodes, so we can't let it play itself out to figure it out later. We gotta okay. we gotta tell us now. And it makes sense that now the audience for the first time is like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's alive? What happened? Oh, Reba's yeah. bad because everyone's like me and they're like, got it. Um, or he's losing. Like people are starting in, in the commercial break, you know, like sitting with their theories. Yeah. And they're like, this theory isn't how he's alive isn't central to the story. We got to move past it. So let's sum it up and now we can move on. Yep. But it just felt so, it felt so tonally. It felt so comedy. It did. It felt... <laughs> It did. It felt like it felt like they hadn't been on screen in a long time, they and they were like, been. "We were like, they were like, punch it up." <laughs> yes, which is a very season finale move, which is like, let's check in on everybody. Yes, which yes. I feel like this this does it really well. Like we, they've done the season finales in the past. Series finales are like, let's sum up with everybody. Like let's mm -hmm. sometimes, and I even I did. I like they didn't do what some shows do, which like the second half of the season is like a fucking like farewell tour for these characters. Yeah. And yeah. it didn't feel like that for this show at all, for this episode. Like we saw everybody. So, so we checked the boxes, but I guess it's only like, here's the tour of saying goodbye to everybody. I guess the only exception is that we didn't see Freddie. Mm. In this episode. Very good point. I guess we saw her last episode. There, there was I, yeah, she was, she was a big part of last episode. Yeah. All right. I, I, you know, totally, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they had on the cutting room floor that, that there was a scene where they were like, Freddie, you're going to write an article about how Hannibal's escaped and how last scene and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, That's God, true, I don't yeah. do that. And then they were like, can't fit it in. Cut. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Well, that's a shame if that's true. Cause yeah, I love definitely. Like we, she will be missed. She is missed. Yes. 
Um, fortunately, in her final scene, she fucking left with a zinger. Small, I bet. Left her mark. <laughs> I, need that. I need that on a t-shirt. I want that actress in more shit. She fucking kills. I want to know. I want to see her in more stuff. Agreed. <laughs> Let's start a petition. Yes. Um, and I wrote, okay, so we got the exposition. And then we cut to the hallway and he's like, Hannibal's going to be the best bait. So they so this harebrained mm. idea where they're like, let's fake an escape with Hannibal. Right. I, like, <laughs> right, let's let's fake an escape. And my question, like, I I'm, have been for the past three seasons questioning, like, where Jack's fucking head is at all times. Because in this scene, I thought... Where's is your he... head? <laughs> And in this scene, in the rest of the episode, I thought, is Jack's fucking head at the point where he's like, let's fucking break the law and murder Hannibal? Hey, he, like, are we at he was that okay point? with Will. Oh, please. He was going to go hit Hannibal in season two. He was like, I'm going to go kill him. Yeah, well, that's true. He was already he's, right there. Yeah, he's like, fuck, I don't give a fuck. Um, is there no like internal so yeah, like it was cool with will putting a body to be to be a saber-toothed tiger listen <laughs> in 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 law and order svu anytime that a cop fucking like sh- shoots one round like accidentally into the sky the internal like review board like comes down on the oh. whole police force and is like does like a month-long investigation is on the there show. no in the show in the in SVU, yeah, got it. Um, like IAB is like the review, like people. Well, and like, they're all... net- yeah, well, I almost said it. it's a network show. So is this? So was this? <laughs> Where is the review board? Well, okay, two 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 things. One, we had it. Her name was Cynthia Nixon. Uh, uh, we had it. So let's not forget that was years ago, Kate. And now never Kate forget. Find Jack, sure. So we had that. So there is that in this, in this world. And now Jack, like, don't give a fuck. And I also think, like, this show doesn't need that because Law & Order is a down-the-line procedural. It is a cop yeah. show. And you have to have this. Otherwise, you can't be saying, look what the cops can do what the fuck they want, you know? You have to have this kind of hold cops accountable story, like, ethos to it. Otherwise, yes. like, you're, you're, you're saying the way wrong message. Whereas yeah. Hannibal doesn't have to do that. I know, I know. It's just so <laughs> It's like the fucking wild this west. Is this, this one show where you're like, come on, Ice-T, catch the bad guy. There's another show where you're like, okay, great. I'm kind of on board for the steak, even though I know it's a human leg. Like, right. I know. So, like, there's different, there's different things. <laughs> there, there are layers to, to this. Different yeah. audiences. Yes, yes, that's true. <laughs> wow. Wowie, wowie. I love yeah, that. So, so they're like, yeah, fuck it. Here's the plan. Fake an escape. This is a fucking Looney Tunes. This is a fucking like. Yes, it's like Acme, <laughs> Acme Studios fucking dynamite. And even with the fake escape, I thought until it happened that I was like, oh, he'll be a fake escape, but he's still in custody. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. They were going to literally release him into the wild, which is the craziest move. Well, but I. No, I don't think they were, well. When later, Will's like, we're gonna, you'll be at this place, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what's to stop this motherfucker? And like, I guess like, I guess in in the plan, like he would never not have like a gun pointed at him. 
Right. So that's my thought. My thinking was that the actual escape as it went down was obviously not how it was supposed to go. Like, I think it was supposed to be more controlled because Will said something about like, we're going to have like a few people watching and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then like, I think it was like Alana or someone was like, well, you better watch out. He might like actually escape in earnest and like, and then you're fucked. Because he's a fucking Um, superhero. Like he could have, he could even like... Right, so, which is what ended up happening. So I was like, oh, well, there we go. Great. Bye. Um, also, we'll see in this scene later, but fucking, I think Frank's also a superhero in a way. Like, he's like, yeah. I'll find you. He's like fucking hunting. And they, he's got like Cerebro for Hannibal, how he ends up at these places. <laughs> um, okay, so maybe after the next scene, we should do segments, because this next scene goes right off of the, the thing. Yeah, okay. Um, so he cuts to, he's the great bait, and it cuts to Delia looking fucking shucketh. She's like, um, yes. Oh, I'm gonna go over here and pour the whiskey because <laughs> I'm in, there's multiple whiskey shots in this episode, at least two. There are, yes, yes. No, I, so I wrote that down too. I said, yeah, she, he, um, Will tells Delia of the plan, and she is straight up shooketh that she's like, it's 11 a.m., and I need a drink. Oh, yeah. um, at the latest 11 a.m. <laughs> right. um, and I love this line, can't live with them, can't live without them. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So there's a, there's, there's a line right before that that I really needed to unpack with you because I don't understand what it means. And this is class, this is, tech, this is like peak Bedelia will nonsense. For sure. He's like in the time stamp when you make decisions what, what what part of you thought this would, this would be a good idea? She's in her own insano way saying, what the fuck were you thinking? Right. The subtext. Yeah. Then Will goes, decisions are, sorry, I got I, I to his speed. Decisions are made of needed feelings, more of a lump than a sum. And I went, hmm? Yeah, I'm, pardon? And that's one of those poetic things that like, you're like, yeah, n- you need your feelings. And I'm like, and then I sat with it and I was like, wait, what does that even mean? <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. And I thought, well, I don't have time to figure that out. I don't, especially the- at it now? Like, especially I have the, of an idea. I don't know. Especially the lump sum part. Yeah, um, that was weird. The lumps, I was like, do you, are you meaning to like, make me think of like lump sums like like you win the lottery you get the lump sum like well right so words like what are you trying right and then right i'm like okay so if it's if it's a play on lump sums but we're supposed to understand lumps and sums as different so a lump is just a an amalgamation of things whereas like a sum has a meaning to it like it adds up to something okay so i think the needed is the key verb here Decisions are made of needed feelings. So you take, it's like, um, as a bread baker, um, <laughs> you're working it together, you're kneading it, you're, you're kind of, so decisions are made of, I, making a decision is not a one-to-one A to B kind of a thing. It isn't like, I feel this, therefore I do this. It's a combin, choosing to do something is a combination of past experiences needed in with current feelings needed in with desires and beliefs and fears and all this shit is kind of needed and wound together. And it's not like a A plus B equals C kind of thing. It's just like a whole mess of things that is just wibbly wombly timey wimey together. So, so he, now I don't get the point of what he, I, I guess he's saying, he's saying 
is it a, is it is he saying that in defense of himself like i don't get the the reason for that i get what that line i kind of get what that line means by itself but i don't get why he said it <laughs> so i guess i i didn't watch this episode with the subtitles on so i thought mm. he meant needed like oh, I, I thought he meant n e e d e d no it's it's like needed it's k n k n yeah okay that makes more sense than needed in yeah, EED. Because otherwise that, that, that doesn't make any sense. Well, right, and you can see how I was confused then by the line. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, oh, okay, great. So, so that's what it means. Kneeling, fe- decisions are made in this kind of, as a product of all of these things kind of needed together. Got it. Why are you saying that? Is that like a defense? He's like, listen, yeah, I made this call. It wasn't because of anyone thought. It just was because of the lump of my feelings. Sure. Therefore, I, mean, I, th- I certainly, th- I think he's, yeah, I mean, he's certainly um, defending himself in this choice. Okay. And um, he's, and it's basically just a warning to Delia, obviously. I mean, he's like, listen, this is, this is the decision that was made. Here's kind of a reason why. And I'm here to let you know that it's occurring. Mm-hmm. And um, like fucking gird your loins because like meat's back on the menu, bitch. So. I pack my bags, bitch. Like, right. <laughs> Yeah, meets back on the menu. Like, what the fuck? He's like, I. He, he's like, listen, I came here as a courtesy to warn you. I don't need you to tell me that that, that, that I'm a dummy. Right. And like, I'm trying to see. Like, I guess they're they're making this insane choice because it really is the only option. Mm. This guy is uncatchable. Who knows where he is? Uh, yeah, you know, we got to draw him out. I guess. Because Reba thinks he's dead. So Reba isn't isn't a threat anymore. It isn't like she got out. She escaped. Therefore, she's the reasonable bait. Yeah. He did the faking his own death thing as a way, honestly, to kind of save her, I guess. You know? Yeah. Sure. Because he saw her escape. He was in the fucking room when she was (laughs) pulling away. <laughs> well, that's also true. I didn't think about that. He was like there, and he watched her crawl away. So he knows yeah, she's yeah, alive. You guess, right? Or like, do you think he just like bolted? Was like, oh, and fuck the house on fire? And he just apparated away. He just he disapparated. God. <laughs> yeah. It's right. like, ready or not, here he comes. Ready or not, here he comes. Bitch. I love that. Yeah. Oh, here, here's the line. What? Bedelia says to him, she says, oh. he goes, I'd pack my bags, bitch. And then she goes, you righteous, reckless, twitchy little man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Because at this point, she's, I mean, Delia is, I mean, as we know her, so controlled so thoughtful and this is in knowing all of that this isn't just some like someone going oh you piece of shit bastard like these words are chosen Chosen. and purposeful twitchy is the best word twitchy you righteous reckless twitchy little man little man small like that right which is a great callback to the small right yeah (laughs) <laughs> Get you a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, oh, okie yeah. dokie. So now could be a good time for 
for segments for the mints. Break it into it. Let's do it. Segments. Let's do it to it. Um, okay. So let's eat the crude. 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 Do you have anything? Um, yeah, I have those lemon Kit Kat bars. Too. There you go. Um, let me find my I don't have anything because I fucked up and we've been at our house. And last time I went to the grocery store, I didn't think about it. So I'm uh, as, penalty, as a penalty, I'm going to do a shot of Malort. Ew. <laughs> I was um, like, it's not going to be a full one. It'll be a little bit. It's a little taster here. My Alexander Hamilton shot glass. I'm not throwing away my shot. Um, I've got a confession. I've never um, seen or listened to know, the soundtrack. I know. We've discussed this on the podcast before. Yeah. And I've said, just listen to the whole thing. I know. It's I just, unlike some other musicals. Like someone said to me, right when Frozen 2 came out, they're like, have you listened to the soundtrack yet? And I go, no, because they're just songs that are context specific to the movie. That's a different thing. Hamilton, the whole thing is on the soundtrack. It's the whole show. Mm. Yeah. And it's okay. Right. And it's not like it's going to spoil it for you whenever you see it. I mean, it's going to be on, what is it, on Netflix or it's on something. something like that. Amazon Prime, I think it's on. So just watch it. We'll see. Dude, I mean, what, I, I don't have fucking, I don't have anything else to do. You should. And it's also like, it isn't like it's like, come on, give fucking two, <laughs> two and a half men a try. Like, I'm not like <laughs> pitching you something that, 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 that that's like, really like you know you might not like it this is fucking hamilton i i know i know oh are you now doing the thing where you're like because everyone loves it i don't want to watch it move um i mean that has always been the underlying reason as to why it just got like too popular among like college-aged whites too soon and then i was like oh i'm no longer interested (laughs) fair enough fair enough i see that i see that believe me i see that on that way and a lot of other things Thanks. Yeah, thank you. People are like, you haven't watched that? I almost didn't want to watch Tiger King, and I'm also sad I watched it. I didn't really enjoy it. No. No, I care about, like, I, I they, they, the fucking animals. Like, I was like, fuck all I these know. Fuck all of these people. Yes. The animals should be in the wild. And they said that the very last episode, they're like, this is all distracting from the issue that these animals should be in the wild. They're endangered. And I'm like, yes, these people are fucking, should all be locked the fuck yeah, up. <laughs> No, that's a, I, I agree with that point. I mean, it's, it's entertaining in the like, obviously like the, what the fuck, who the fuck are these people? Like what's wrong with them? But right. The animals. Yeah. Because there are concerned. animals involved. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm rather you be murdering somebody. I'd rather there be humans who are hurt. It's oh, terrible, I guess, but that's just the truth. All right. You, so you got your lemon. All right. Here it's it lemon, is. It's a lemon Kit Kat bar. Yeah, it's um. Let me let me see how it's described. Kit Kat's been popping off recently. Kit Kat's been doing things. Um, it is Kit, Kit Kat lemon crisp crisp wafers in lemon flavored white creme. What is it? What is it with white creme, as opposed to like <laughs> white know. chocolate or lemon? No, it's just lemon flavored creme. Meaning it's just and like it's like I those, think it's just cheaper. <laughs> creme is. I've been like, we can use the term creme and it means nothing. Like, ooh, I think it's the difference between really like white, the, it's the difference between like white chocolate and the white baking chips. Yes, baking chips. I was going to say like the shit you melt for like dipping yeah. in something, it isn't anything. It's just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Here, here I go. And I might honestly like mute myself while I chew on this. Okay. So while I'm just chewing on it, I'll be taking a shot of Malort as penitence for not having anything else in our last episode. 
Oh my God, it goes down. It's, it gets, you know what? Malort doesn't age well. This is more sour and, oh my God. While is chewing, I'm like barfing over here. Ooh, the first shot we did back in the day. Oh, it oh no. This one. Was it better, it better the, or worse? Yeah. It's worse. I think it doesn't help that I've been drinking um, a West Coast style IPA from East National Beer Works, which yeah. is a lovely style of beer, but it's a very bitter kind of IPA, West Coast yeah. style. But because of that, I have that on my tongue. And so it's just like the bitterness of the IPA and aftertaste sitting on my tongue. And then this fucking thing is like unlocked. Oh. <laughs> well, my Kit Kat was actually quite delightful. Lemon, interesting. I could totally see that. It really wasn't bad. Um, yeah, it's just like a little lemon. Um, you know what it reminded me of are those, oh, you remember those little um, like dessert, like sandwich cracker things that came in like a little six pack, like a little rectangular like six pack and it was like vanilla cream or like chocolate yes. with yes. The, or whatever. Yes. Like I feel like there was like maybe a lemon version of it. Probably. It kind of tasted like that. Yeah, I, I'm generally of the take that lemon is incredibly overrated when it comes to like mm. lemon is like low is like i guess high floor low ceiling kind of a candy or like dessert like uh mm. lemon bar lemon meringue pie things like that it's not gonna make you go what the fuck is this but it's never gonna blow your shit off you know what i mean <laughs> never, you're never gonna be like what the fuck that was amazing you know <laughs> i guess like Sure, I know, but, but right, I feel like lemon is all it's always a reliable addition to something. It cleans your palate, it's very refreshing. It is, it is, and I feel like it can go with a lot of different things, like 100%. it can be paired. So maybe by itself, it's not going to be the hero, but no, 100%. It, it has versatility, which I can admire. I totally agree. It, you, you can go sweet with it in a way that you can't with lime. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I just yeah. don't think it's ever going to, you're never going to be like, dude, I had yeah. a lemon dessert <laughs> that I've been dreaming about for a year. I don't know. Maybe other people are. People listening be like, no, 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 no. Maybe. You haven't had the right thing yet. Maybe. I don't know. If I'm at a restaurant and I see like lemon square, whatever. I'm not going, that's the one. Correct. Right I'm well. going, I bet that's pretty good. And then I don't order it. Yeah, yeah. But if it's if like the other stuff is shit or weird, then I'll go with a trusty waiter is like, trust me. Yeah. yeah. Then I'll go, okay, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I will say I want to give a shout out because I didn't last episode. This is where uh sponsored content on Instagram and that that, that that shit, I made a mistake. Speaking of this is me getting to the point I'm gonna make. So I've been getting like sponsored content, right? So of course you, you click on one thing and you get fucking shredded with it. I didn't realize it was an ad. I thought it was like some brand that, that I follow with like this nice looking button up kind of, you know, short sleeve collared shirt. I was like, I like that shirt, summer style. Click on it. It was a fucking sponsored ad. Now my feed is every other thing. It's fucking shirts from like all these different brands I never heard of before. And I'm like, God, I'm drowning in these shirts now. Yeah. Mistake. But I guess, cause they know that I like food. I saw a sponsored ad for universal yums. Now this is not a paid thing, although it should be. Cause I'm fucking on board for them. <laughs> It's like snack box or whatever. Like it's like yeah, you get a box of snacks every month, but it's from a different country every month. Right. And I was like, I'm in. And so I did Scandinavia, which is a region I know, 
and we'll get the next one this coming month. I think it's UK next month. I'm very excited for that. Um, oh. And so I've got like these unbelievable like vanilla wafer cookies from Denmark, um, these Ooh. sour berry gummies from Sweden. They're fucking lit. And everything was great except for, of course, the Finnish uh, salted licorice, which is huge up there. Yeah. And it was absolutely, I, I was like, I want to give it a try. I want to be open-minded and I fucking hated it. <laughs> but we've well, give it a shot. This is eat the crude level because I think you and I, I think rightly so, have always resisted doing weird snacks from other countries. Yeah. Or like traditional snacks because like that yeah. isn't eat the crude. That's like, that's like, oh, it's their thing. Yeah. So like I would right. never bring exactly. salted licorice on the show because that's not like, look at these fucking lunatics who did like, you know, you know, so-and-so flavor, whatever. Like, that's like a traditional thing that's really big there. Yeah. And yeah. It, and it's disgusting. <laughs> and, so, and it turns out to be repulsive. And, and it's, um, it's so bad. I was like, real, I took three bites. I was like, I'm going to really give this its day in court. Wow. Wow. I, I know. You, and you tend to lean into the gross stuff. And Yeah. I, like, I, I came with open heart. I was like, I'm really, I want to like, I wanted to like it. I was like, I yeah. want to be the kind of, I've listened to you before, I'm not sure on the podcast, but like, I went through, I've, I've gone through phases where I've been like, I want to be the guy who likes licorice. I'm eating another Go cat. for it. I want to be the guy who likes licorice because like, both for like the hipster take, of like actually licorice is actually pretty good. Like it has a great like earthiness to it. Just purely for that, it's totally self-serving. But I was like, yeah, I want to be the guy who likes licorice. And whenever I try a black licorice, I'm like, I'm going to like it now. And I'm like, nope, that's fucking gross. No, my, um, I have a lot of family in Sweden. Yeah. And yeah, licorice in like Scandinavia. Wild. Especially that like, you know, bitter, like true black licorice oh, is huge. And my family would always make fun of me because I would, they would take me to the candy store and I, you know, whatever, fill up a big old bag of shit. And I would just go through and just like take out all the licorice and pass it out to all my family and they would eat it. And so that's like, every time I see them, they're like, you still don't eat black licorice? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, because I'm not Scandinavian, nor is this 1935. And there's like right. this or like echo wafers, like chalk discs. <laughs> We've moved on. That's oh, man. You remember? Oh, man, those wafers. Remember when we couldn't stop eating? <laughs> what were they called? The like little disc ones, like the powder inside of them. Yes. Those shits were crazy. Those shit in the bag said like, oh, they're irresistibly good. And we were like, yeah, right. And then we were just like hands on them. Shoveling them into our mouth. They tasted like nothing. It's like dissolves yeah. in your mouth. It's like it's like it's like just like I said in the podcast, look back at this episode, guys. I cannot remember which episode it was on. I said it's like when you chew on the pixie stick. Which all of us did yeah. as kids. You'd eat the pixie stick and instead of doing this, you would just like chew on the pixie stick. Yeah. That's what it tasted like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it was like a cross between that and like a communion wafer that yes, just like exactly. sort of tasted like nothing. Hundred <laughs> <100%. sighs> percent. Good times. Good snacks. Good times. Good snacks. That was eating the crude. 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 Uh, um, um. The last time? Question mark. Wow, yeah. This is, this is a great opportunity time. to ask our listeners, what do you want, how, how do you want us to still be active in this? You know, we've gone mm. through the season, we've gone through the show. 
still love to we'll stay active on Twitter. I really want to make a commitment to do more of those rewatches on Thursday nights and yeah. I'll live tweet that. But otherwise, like, what do you want to hear from us? What kind of content would you guys, our wonderful small coterie of faithful listeners, we love you so much. How would you want us to stay in? Like, how do you want us to be involved? Like, what, what, what is it about this show that keeps you coming back? And how can we still be, be creating more content for you? Hit us up. You know, I, let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> I think, like, personally, some of my favorite stuff that we did were, um, or I guess, like, one of my favorite things that we did was whenever we watched that other Mess Mickelson movie. Polar. Yeah. And we did an episode on that. Like, I'd love to, like, if Hannibal or Hannibal, if Mess or um, uh, Hugh Dancy or yeah. Jillian, like, whatever other work they do. That's a great idea. Out. Like, picking a person and saying, now we're going to go through their entire filmography. <laughs> well, that's, that's not what I was saying. Was but just... for, like, Mess Mickelson. That, that, well, yeah, okay. Mess Mickelson we could do because he's, he's done some wackadoo shit. Um, but yes, just like if they, if they had like a new, (laughs) yes. Hey, I just watched Apocalypse Now like a couple weeks ago and young, young, so young, young, young Larry. Um, what'd you think of it? I liked it actually. I need to rewatch it as a grown up. I saw it as a high schooler when like some of my guy friends from summer camp were like, it's awesome. the, the, The horror. And I was like, I don't get it. Because it's not like a war movie. It isn't like a, you know, like kind of war movie. And so I'm watching it and yeah. I'm like 15 and I'm like, the fuck am I watching? But I think now I'm have like more, you know, I'm broader of mind. I could probably be like, oh, I get it. It's amazing. Yeah. You probably at this point obviously have a more attuned palette and have seen other films. And like, yeah. if nothing else, it helped to contextualize some like other references from, from other films that are referencing Apocalypse Now. And, and right, like it's, it's not a it's not your typical war movie but okay so i also watched it with like a big um like movie buff guy who like studied film and, and all that kind of stuff and yeah, um so via like zoom or whatever via something oh no so we watched it in person so this must have been like more than a few weeks ago this okay. must have been early march i guess before all the shit or, or february or something um and so anyway he was like you know this film is like like the one of the last movies that like built out in real life like their whole set and like actually like practically blew up everything and like cost the studio so much money yes listen and, to the school episode on this it's really great yeah 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 yeah. so anyway i i enjoyed it it's um yeah it's a it's a ride for sure yes definitely definitely yeah. all right so hit it sean one last time Hey, honey, what you wearing? Looking like bait, you could catch a red dragon. Fresh as death, how did the feds not suspect it? Maybe Will Graham should get some new glasses. Flat on flat, eat the root like bread. Tie in a knot, big as Chilton's head. Divine like Dante when our killer's in Paris. Hey, honey, what you wearing? Beautiful. That rap never ages. And one thing I will say I will do, I need to record it, is I will do my teenage dream Abigail Hobbs recording. I will, will record that. I'll find a karaoke track. I'll put some music underneath it. So we'll get that coming at some point. So it yeah. means probably in like July. <laughs> the, the world needs to have that. 
the world needs that in a form that um, that is just that alone. Great. And then what we need on top of it is like a super kind of Abigail Hobbs things under, to play over it. And oh, for sure. There's yeah. an Instagram account I follow called Fanable Edits on Instagram. And they do little polls and little edits of different videos. Fanable Edits, hit us up. We'll do That's a little right. thing. You'll do an Abigail Hobbs music video. And yeah, either a little montage. And either Brian Fuller or Katy Perry will sue us. Yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> both. Now that'll be something. And that'll be fun, right? Good God. <laughs> no, it's a, but it's a parody. I think parodies no, are. Cool. Yeah, you're like, yeah, please. Does Weird Al have to pay rights? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, actually. Uh, okay, outfits. All right, Out- there, are, there are surprisingly, outfits. there are surprisingly some winners in, yeah. in this episode. Yeah. The first is the the first mind palace scene. Yeah, I mean, wow! Like that's how Hannibal pictures himself. Okay, yeah, it is a it is like a cream plaid three piece suit with a red shirt underneath. Oh, I thought it was purple. Oh, I it looked red in from me, but great. And then like a dark, a dark, yeah, dark dark like red reddish purple shirt and then like a red paisley tie yeah and and this is i I will say it again i've said it before this speaks to the confidence and the character that matt mickelson portrays and mess mickelson's presence that he can pull this off that you're not immediately going that's a clown suit (laughs) because it's a crazy outfit it's a objectively if i if you saw someone on the street tomorrow wearing that you'd be like oh like it's like a Steve Harvey outfit. It's like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it's it's like oh, this person like made the wrong choice at Men's Warehouse. Like, <laughs> like light suit, dark shirt is a crazy move. I hate, yeah. I don't like it as a rule. Mm-mm. He pulls it off like to the extent he could ape, he could possibly pull it off. It's still sure. lunacy, <laughs> but he pulls it off. Yeah, it's still it still is like jarring. Like when when you first see it, I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. yeah. Um. Then after that, what else did I have? I wrote Jack Classy with the white tie, white shirt and tie. This is when he's like, we'll use Hannibal as bait after the comedy scene. He just looks yeah. great. Yeah, he looks just normal, really good, light shirt. Um, the next outfit that I have is Delia's, whenever Will goes just, it looks like a, um, like a blouse and skirt combo. Oh, did it? Okay, I couldn't tell. It was, it was so dark. It was like. It was so dark. I know, it looked like a. Lit. Yeah. It looked like either like a really dark blue or something shirt um, that had sort of like the sort of like a low lower cut neck to it and like a three-fourths sleeve. I love the sleeve. And then like a love the sleeve. I love a good three-fourths sleeve and yes. uh and a pencil skirt. She oh really? Okay. I thought I was a dress. Okay. I missed that. I love a sleeved dress yeah. top number. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean she obviously looked impeccable. Unbelievable. How how long do you think she takes in the morning or whenever? Like how long? That's a good question. I can see her hair taking a long time because it's so like perfect. She like has one of those like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Earlier she like sleeps in rollers or something. Great. Yeah. And then Will looks really good. 
Yeah, like black this shirt, whole the dark oh, jacket, hair is kind of up. Yeah, use some kind of contour. He he, he's like, he has like kind of like a, it's almost like a mullet, but but like not in like a gross way. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, there's there's some shape to it. You can tell he he put a little work into it. Yeah, almost like blow dried. He almost was like, I'm gonna give this a try today. I'm gonna like actually use the. Oh blow-dry. yeah. <laughs> yeah, this whole episode he looks fantastic. Yes. He pulls off stubble well. Yeah, better than easy. a lot of people. No. It's not easy. Like there's a kind of guy you can pull off like the like like the two-day shadow and have it mm-hmm. not look gross. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like a perpetual three-day shadow because I like shave once a week because I'm lazy. <laughs> and like there's a level, like today, it doesn't look terrible. Mm-mm. Give it another day, and it's like, dude, gross. Fucking shave your like. I, and I always push it like a day or two past where it's like shave your face or shave your face or just grow it out. Right. Yeah. Make a choice. Yeah. And it's like that, that, that weird level. And he has that kind of like two day shadow and it looks good. Yeah. Yes. It ages him up a lot because he's a really young face, you Nancy. Yes. Yes. I know. Yeah. Especially right. And I think he's, he's, he's aged slightly, obviously, since the, the show ended. So if you of see course. him now, I feel like he's, he's got a bit more age on him. But, but yeah. yeah, it helps. Also because of the time jump. Like, we need to believe he's now older. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's next? What else you, what you got next? Um, I got Alana. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever she's visiting Chilton, she's yep. in a blue suit with like a little red lace lace like her tops are like okay question do you think this is like one of those like lace bra numbers or you think it's like a top i mean i I don't know only because of the cut of it it's not all you see is a little bit here true that because of the cut you think it's a bra oh yeah i don't know i had i had that same I had that same question. Sorry, this is, um, I shrugged. It's just a, this is not a visual medium. I just shrugged <laughs> silently as if fucking people <laughs> could hear that. Jesus. Um, I'm going to say, like, it's, it wouldn't surprise me if it was just a lacy bra. Like, we've seen her before just wearing, like, the vest of the suit as, yeah. like, her actual shirt or whatever. So it yeah. wouldn't surprise me. Fair enough. Yeah, because, like, that's her thing. Is like she has, a three, she has, like, a million three-piece suits and then, like, <laughs> barely a shirt underneath it. <laughs> yeah. And she looks great. Her hair looks good in this episode. She pulled it back yes. in a way that, that looks like, in the past few episodes, it looked like half-assed. Like it was like either have it all the way up or have it down. And it was all the way up and I liked it. And in the past episode, it was like almost like a, like a, a page boy. Like at that length, right. it didn't look good because it was curly and that, that, that length. And yeah, this- we, I said it looked like a, it, yeah, I said it looked like a powdered wig in the last episode kind yes, of where it had it like a weird like curled at the end of it but just didn't work (laughs) and i said i'm here for that and i wish she was wearing a patterned wing (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah Yeah, and then okay go ahead no 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 go ahead um i was just gonna say alana again whenever we see her leaving the the verger castle with margo that, that that shot is amazing what was she wearing i didn't notice i didn't write it down Oh, it was another crazy outfit. I mean, all, all of them, honestly. So Alana was in like a full length, like wool top coat mm-hmm. um, that, that had like, it was like black and white kind of. Um, and then she was in white plaid pants and then like a red 
shirt slash scarf situation. I couldn't quite make sense. Yeah. And then Margo was in leather pants nice. with like uh, an, a coat over it and then like a red and white silk scarf around her neck. Loves the scarf move. Loves her scarf. And then the kid oh, wow. was in <laughs> was in these like brown loafers and khakis mm-hmm. and then an aviator jacket with like shearling lining on it. Amazing. Amazing. And they're like barely, his feet are barely touching the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that scene from West Wing when they're describing going to the bunker with to President Bar- You West Wing fed, head? No, I've never seen oh, it. Oh, wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. Add that yeah. to the list. This is, <laughs> oh, I'm already too in it. I just want to describe it. So they're talking to the Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Martin Sheen about like, we'll escort you to the bunker if something happens. And he's like, do I have any say in this? But he's like, I don't want to fucking leave if, if this person comes to, the, to attack or whatever. And they're like, yeah, your feet might touch the ground. Basically being like, we're <laughs> fucking bringing you. Secret Service is like, we're bringing you. And this is like the kid, like, guess what? We're going to the chopper. <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> well, if we have to drag you there. Right. We're going to the chopper. Interesting. I, I don't know why. I guess, I guess like my head wasn't in costumes in that scene. I didn't clock what they were wearing at all. I knew it was like, oh, they're dressed very immaculately, but I didn't write it down. I should have. One earlier, I wrote in the the next chapel scene, Hannah was wearing a different light-colored suit, and I wrote, all I wrote was church suit. He's dressed, he's wearing his, like, we, you and I both live in the South. There's a distinct, you know, African-American man, predominantly. He wears their mm-hmm. cream-colored church suit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's yep. what Hannah was wearing in that scene. It was a different, that's what he found. it was different, because the, the shirt was now light. It it wasn't like the dark ah. colored purple shirt anymore. It was a different light colored suit and something kind of, I didn't clock what the color was, but it was just light. And I wrote, this is his church suit. Uh-huh, yes. Like when Obama yes. did that briefing in like the tan suit and everyone lost yes. their minds. They lost their nuts. <laughs> yes. And someone's like, Obama didn't wear his church suit to the briefing. <laughs> Uh, but I like that better than the light suit with the dark shirt. A million percent. Right. Ugh. I mean, I'm like anti-dark shirt for the most part, although I have like one or two. One mm. I've worn, but I've only worn it with a dark suit because then it's right. like a whole thing. Otherwise, right. it's oh, it's crazy. It's awful. Which is, like, I mentioned it before, like his style is almost, like, it's very like high school prom. Like I got a white blazer and a, and a black shirt. Yeah. God, I so, hated that. Right? I like the shiny tie. Uh, uh, the matching colored shiny vest on the rental pucks. God, it, kill me. It, gives, it just like gives me the heebie-jeebies. Standing behind that. a girl with her spaghetti strap like prom dress. I, and they're like, that's, like, her like uh, uh, permed hair just for the prom. <laughs> like, I, I'm triggered. <laughs> I'm triggered. God. All right, and then the the last um, outfit note that I have is mm-hmm. Hannibal at the house. He's in a gray sweater yeah. and then like a nice like gray coat. T-shirt. Oh, oh was it a t? I oh, know. I thought it was a. It's like a sweater. Oh, a sweater. Okay, I thought it was a t-shirt. I thought it was like it was a thin. A, I think sweater. it's a thin sweater. It's crew neck something. It was beautiful. Oh. See, it it was so chic, and I thought you know usually he's so like. Um, especially if it's if it's dinner, if it's drinks or whatever, he's entertaining. 
he's so buttoned up and this was so relaxed oh, and amazing. it still looked so good. It was, it, it was really sexy. It was really, it was, I was yes. like, awesome. Yeah. Like cheers, yo, go pop the cork of the wine, sniff the cork. I got my t-shirt and my, I just looked great. Man. Now, do you think he was wearing like house shoes? I didn't, couldn't clock his feet. I was like, he would be wearing socks and that look, I would buy it, but he he, he, he would never it. just wear his socks. The only time Hannibal would, would, would only wear socks, it was to sneak up on somebody to kill them. <laughs> so you're exactly right. right. He has yeah. some like luxurious slippers. Yeah. I'm actually right? They're probably like really nice made out of like, oh, are you? Yeah, Mahabis. I got them for Christmas or from Blythe there. Oh, nice. Yeah. They're really, really comfortable. They look it. Oh, Perry is making um, chili downstairs. He's making nice. Drew McGarry's chili recipe. I love it. And it I smells. It times. I can smell it. I can smell it cooking and simmering. It smells simmering so good. Three hours. Yeah. What kind of beer did he use? Because did he put ashes of a joint in it? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm leaving it up to him. I said, listen, this is all. This is all you. I don't know what the fuck this recipe is. So I'm making barbacoa tonight. Actually, I have it in the crock pot right now. Seven, eight hours mm. on low. Man, that sounds cold, good. Cold, cold beef, yeah. So I'm very excited about that. Um, okay, so okay, take me to church. I got Hanny in a tan suit with the purple shirt that looks so crazy to boot. Here's Hannibal fluffing out the candle. It's the last episode. Outfits take me to church. You know what? I, outfits. What's he wearing? What's he wearing? Oh, love it. Um, I, as you were singing that, I remembered one last outfit that we didn't talk about. Yes, but what is it? It's Delia's outfit at the very, very end. Ooh, well, what was it when she's like bouncing in the montage of everyone like piecing the hell out? No, did you see, did you not see the post credit scene? What after the <laughs> after the waves? Yeah. Fuck, I'm an idiot. No. <laughs> what? Yes, there's a post credit scene with Delia. How long is it? I'm about to watch it live on the air right now. Do it. I mean, it's like twenty seconds, maybe. Oh, done. What yeah, am I do even doing? I was right like, okay, here. okay, let's do like credits. I have the credits on the waves. Okay, got it. I'm gonna go take a nap, which I did. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a nap. Okay, skip. Previously on Hannibal. All right, so Dolby Digital Union. Oh shit, Delia. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, Sag. Whoa, hello, Delia. She's dressed in an unbelievable dress, deep V, like deep naval v. level V. Yeah. Sitting at a plate at a table, like barely breathing, and there's like a rack of lamb or something. Oh, it's a leg. It's her leg, I'm assuming. It's her leg. That's just simmering. That's been wrapped in like banana leaves. And then yeah. the camera pans past her tatas. Down, down, down. And she has one leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and then she picks up this like two-pronged fork yep and it pans out beautiful and it's in her, it's in her office and it, yeah it's a crazy feeling yeah 
dude. Yeah. I have literally never seen that before. Yo, there you go. That's so satisfying. Yeah. I know. I just, so anyway, that, that outfit, why that came to mind for, you know, obvious reasons. Whoa. But yeah. This was your fault, Will. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, scared the shit out of her. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Great. Wow. I'm like, I am now changed. I have been changed by that. Yes. Yes. And this changes my take on how this show ended. We'll get into it in a little bit. Wow. Okay. I mean, it, it changes a lot for me about Delia, I think. But yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, wow, we'll get into it, guys. I mean, this is going to be a long one, but it's the fi- finale. It might as well not be. That's I might right. as well go for broke. All right, where okay. are we? Alana's visiting Chilto. We have a little Chilto rewind. Oh, well, he's been burned. He's now in this, like, Georgia Madsen healing tank. Yes, where he should be, which I was yes. confused as to why he wasn't in the last episode. He was just, like, chilling on the hospital bed. bed. It was like a hospital bed, like quasi bathtub-esque weird thing. Yeah. And I was like, why is he not in a hyperbaric chamber right now? Yeah, now he is. Um, yeah, he's fucking pissed. He's like, yo, you fucking hung me, Alana. Yeah, and he wants, um, he says, I've had a lot of graphs lately, and I'd appreciate Hannibal's donation or something like that. He's like, I want Hannibal's skin. Yeah, Ugh. on me. Yeah. She's like, would you be comfortable in Hannibal's skin? Again, she's throwing out truth. She's like, you've never been comfortable in your own skin, Frederick. Would you be oh comfortable gosh. in Hannibal's? She is throwing like it, truth bombs left and right. Yeah, you are never comfortable in your own skin, which like obviously all that fake BDE, like everything, of course he hasn't. Here's the thing about how like Frederick is no, no good if, no good will. He has been burned to a crisp. His back had been broken. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. and people who've gone in there, Jack, Will, Alana, no one's like, oh my God, oh, I'm so, oh my God, this is awful. Yeah. She's like, hi there, Frederick. All right, peace. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like that, speaks, like, that speaks volumes about what kind of a guy he was, that no one's like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> right. So, oh my God, what do you need? Oh my God, like, this is horrible. Like, the well, best he gets is Will being like, I'm sorry this happened to you. Like, oh, yeah, that's the best the very, he gets. very best. Absolutely. Well, especially, um, you know, Jack and Will and Alana, because they basically plotted on his demise. So, yes. Yeah, of course. He has nobody else. Like, let's remember. Let's recall. I know. Like, who's going to love Chilton? Nobody. Nobody. Oh, that's tragic. That's the, the real tragedy. Car- that's well, because the he's, real tragedy. Because he's a narcissist. He's incapable of actually feeling love. Oh, there's that too. There's that. Um, yeah, so then it cuts to Alana fucking swaggers into Hannibal's cell. So cool. These doors like automatically open and she fucking swaggers in there with her heels yes. and her pants suit. Yeah, and then they automatically close behind her. I was yes. like, damn, what, is, what, is, what this is this? What is this cell he's in? <laughs> I don't know. It, does she just have magic, like angel powers or like- By is... the way, great. <laughs> um, yeah, so she, she uh, wanders in and, um, and is, I guess, talking to Hannibal about Chilton and- Spells it out. But yeah, spells it out. And um, 
And right, yeah, says like, if you cooperate, blah, 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 here's the plan, you'll get all this shit back, like whatever. Uh, but I love this line from Hannibal where he says something like, tell Chilton, I hope he won't be very ugly. I hope, I hope he recovers soon and that he won't be very ugly. A speedy convalescence. Yeah. And I hope he won't be very ugly. It's amazing. He's like still uh, feeling himself. Well, I love like the first part of the scene is all exposition. It's like, all right, we got to spell it out for the, we got to spell it out for you guys. So here's the deal. Right. We already need to go to the music's bait. Here's the plan. And we're going to tell you the plan. Um, Although then there's some dark character shit going on too. Like unlike the CSI scene, this scene isn't just for exposition because then it's like, when he goes to her, he goes, you died in my kitchen, by the way. He's throwing, this is some scary shit. He's like, when you chose to be brave, you fucking died. Everything, your wife, your kid, it's all mine. Yeah, I I was reading a review about this episode and they said that like that was a moment, it might not have been the first moment, but it was a significant moment in which typically Hannibal's MO is, I'll threaten you, but it's gonna be a little, um, there's gonna be a double entendre or like there's a, it's a a metaphor or like, I'm just dropping hints. This is like one of the first times where he looks the other person in the eye and says basically like, your life, your whole life is mine and I will, come murder you as soon as I have the chance. A hundred percent. He isn't the kind of monster who's like, I will fucking rip your head off. I'm going to fuck you. He isn't that guy. Never has been. And so he's, the fact he's like, I'm going to kill your kid. I'm going to kill your mother. Like, I'm going to kill your wife. Done. You're done. Mm -hmm. Is Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a, it's very jarring. Very few times has he explicitly been like, guess what? It's going to happen. Right. Right. Terrifying. Uh, I love that he said, in a rational society, you would either kill me or give me my books. Which I was like, yeah, actually, I agree with you on that. Like, yeah. I am so solidly, firmly opposed to the death penalty, have been for years and years and years and years. But either with a monster like him, you kill him, or you don't cruel and unusual punishment him. You say, okay, fine, you're in custody, you have your stuff. Like, yeah. you, do, you have to do one or the other. Otherwise, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's a good point. I know, I feel like I kind of, um, kind of missed that line. Yeah, I love that. Because I was like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, in a rational society, either of those two would be the two rational outcomes. You could rationally say, great, you've done this, therefore your life is forfeit, we kill you. That is unjust, and you can, we can debate that for hours, but it is a rational, like, you, you can logically step to that. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, no. You're under custody, you're X, Y, and Z, and you get to be treated like a human being. Right. As opposed to this kind of in-between thing. Um, And then there's another whiskey shot. Another whiskey shot. This time, Alana drinking whiskey. All the women are like, I got to have a drink. You don't want to fucking... (laughs) Shit's rough. I got to get a drink for this. Like, Jack, he's never going to come for you, Jack, because he sees you as like the worthy adversary. Right. Like, whatever. He's never going to come for you. Like, he's going to come for me. But Delia and Lana are like, fuck this, dude. Fuck <laughs> God. Drown my sorrows. Yeah. So, yeah. Jack, Alana, and Will, they're having, a, like, you know, the powwow in the dark. Um, oh in, in the pitch black dark. In the pitch black, drinking whiskey, sitting on his desk. Um, and Jack's basically like, the public is going to flip their lid like yes. when they find out that we let this psycho go to catch another psycho like what yeah. um yeah. when they hear his escape they're gonna lose their minds and, and and will's like let him yeah he's like whatever like let him and also like when has jack ever been like so concerned about 
like if the ends justify the means like he's gung-ho so totally agree. and so eventually jack's like yeah we kill frank and then we kill hannibal and cheers to that like that's the plan and it'll go down super smooth i'm sure no problems whatsoever um yeah, yeah he's like no it'll be fine no big deal um, yeah and then church suit Hanny's back at the altar because now he's Will's visiting him again um, yeah. Hannibal's like mic drop well, I, I believe what you said last time was a mic drop <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how much I enjoyed hearing Mess Mickelson as Hannibal Lecter saying the word mic drop yeah, I know. but I enjoyed that that was fun it was so good um but yeah, and uh, after you escape, ask for a meeting. I'm reading over my notes, trying to make sense of it. Um, oh, so Will's, Will's like filling him out on the plan. Why is he doing this? I, I guess, yeah, well, that's a good question. One, is that dumb? Guess... Or he's letting Hannibal think he's laying him in on the plan, but there's actually like a sub plan. So like if Hannibal's in the dark, he won't cooperate. If Hannibal is let in, actually, he's going to fuck you over. So I guess they're saying, maybe they're saying, here's the plan, but there's actually much more to the plan than, than they're letting Hannibal know. Or they're dummies and are just like laying it out for Hannibal. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I didn't think about the like, about the, there's some ulterior thing. Like I just thought they were just laying it out for him to get him on board. I guess my, my, my thing is, why would you lay it out for him? Like he, he, he can now, he now knows your plan. He can now fuck with you. I mean, but I, I guess, guess he hoping, would know if you're lying. He would know if you're lying to him, I guess. He would know if you're lying. And I guess they, they just thought like the will and Jack and that they all thought that they could get him to escape, quote unquote, escape into a controlled enough environment where like nothing would go wrong. I wrote this fake escape is so dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's, it seems like, okay, I have, hold on. I have a couple things. First okay. is, um, Will's describing the plan to him. And I love this line from Hanbull where he says, it sounds weak to you, even as you say yes. it. Like he's like, you don't, you don't even buy into this no. plan. So what, is, what is this, Will? Um, but then, right. So the actual escape, why is it that they're in like one transport car and, there's like only two like police escorts on. Which is on what's the point of a police escort? Like, if someone comes in the road, like, what are you in your cruiser going to do? Nothing. Right. <laughs> no, nothing. I, I just don't understand. There like, it just seems cool. there aren't like there isn't any like this is like out no. of Dark Knight. Like, literally, like this is the scene from Dark Knight when they're transporting whatever him Harvey Dent in the thing and like to attract the Joker. Like, this is gonna go wrong. This always goes wrong. Right. It's going to go wrong. Like, why not put him on a, on a helicopter instead? Or right. why not? I don't know. I don't like sedate him. Or... Yeah, because the breaking out from the car, it wasn't part of the plan. He wasn't supposed to escape during a car accident. Right. So why don't you just like, yeah, put him on a helicopter. Exactly. Which, by the way, wow. is a scene in the movie SWAT. There's so this thing of like, we're going to move you and we're going to get attacked or like fake a thing while moving you or using this bait is in so yeah. many movies. Yeah, yes. Yes, common trope, common trope. Yeah. But yeah, so this was, this was a dumb way to have him escape. But um, And this is when like, Frank has superpowers. How does he know he's going to be, on, they're going to be on this road. He pulls up in a stolen cop car 
I had fucking pop, pop, pops to do. And I'm like, it's yeah. like. I mean, my first thought was, when would Hannibal have time to communicate with them? Okay, he yes. didn't. So then Frank would have been having to like stake out the hospital, I guess, to know that they were transported. That's a great him. point. I thought he was like, I thought he was like, he was like looking like the police scanners or some kind of like legal uh, statement that he was being transferred into federal custody or something. Oh, uh, okay. I could see that. Or maybe he like tapped their phones or something. Or Freddie wrote about it. That this could have been the deleted scene where they had Freddie yeah. an article about Hannibal being transferred in order to lure the red dragon. That's true. That's true. Boy, oh boy. Listeners, um, please let me know. If there's a deleted scene with, he- with Freddie being incorporated, I want to feel like a genius for this. <laughs> I'm going to try to go. It would have fit, I mean, it would have fit story-wise to be like, Freddie, we're going to use you again, either mm. about Hannibal escaping or Hannibal being transferred as a wit, as a bait. It worked out great last time. Right. <laughs> Right. We learn nothing in this show, so we'll use you a, again for someone as bait, but it didn't work out last time. Our fault. Right. We, we got it planned <laughs> out to a team. Our bad. Our bad. <laughs> uh, okay. Now where okay. are we? When you were watching it. Was there a really weird frame where the car gets hit, they, they, they're crashing in the van, banging back and forth, and then all of a sudden there's like two frames of Frank dollar height in like a suit and tie and then it cuts away from that yeah what the fuck was that oh that's a good question wait i'm gonna try to google and see if i can figure that I, out what was that odd frame of frank in a suit i totally forgot that i said because i remember thinking oh weird did i just see that or i, wrote, um, I fast forward accidentally like <laughs> man that's no 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 you're so right um I, I'm like, maybe we, I shouldn't be doing this like while we're um, like on fucking air <laughs> trying to figure this out. Um, anyway, I'll look into it. Jack? Yeah, sorry. My daughter woke up, but Bison, they're talking to her. I, I just heard something and I was confused. Yeah, look uh, it up because I'm curious. And listeners, let us know like, what was that? <laughs> yeah. That's that's funny. I, I'll I'll try to Google around. I mean, but right, yeah. Let us know. Um, okay, let me bust in. Headshot. Headshot. Bing. Bang. Boom. Um, and Hannibal's like, I'm good. This is see. This is when the comedy works. This is a very funny scene. Yeah. And it the tonally it fits. Unlike the CSI event. he's like Hannibal's like, you worry too much. Come on. And then he goes, going my way. <laughs> Going my way. Get in, bitch. It's, yeah, it's getting in, bitch. We're going shopping. Like, literally. <laughs> like, hilarious. Like, legitimately funny beat. Yeah, and good it, timing. S. Mickelson executes it perfectly. And, like, that's yeah. what makes Hannibal such, such an enduring character in all these repeats, is that because he's funny. Like, yeah. Hannibal Lecter, because he's this charming monster, like, he can be fucking funny. Yes, yes. I mean, he's got some zingers. Yeah. And that was actually the problem I had with the with this Dracula on Netflix by Stephen Moffat, who ruined Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> hot take. Um, is that it wasn't, I didn't know who to root for. And I was like, if I'm supposed to root for Dracula, you better make him more charming than this monster. Because he was like, a, on a, he was a full-on monster. Yeah. The show, I couldn't figure out in the first episode who the show was telling me to, to be on the side of. Is it an anti-hero show? I'm rooting for Dracula. 
it kind of was, but then also mm. wasn't. It made him charming, but not. So I was like, I don't get him. So I just, I stopped watching it. You just, <laughs> he was like a full on fucking monster, but he was charming, but he was also like eating children. And I was like, you can't mm. do both. Like you, I don't know. You got to make right. like one or the other is charming to where you're like, yeah, man, I'm in, I, I root mm. for you. The show is not called Will Graham. It's called Hannibal. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. And then I wrote, okay. Jack is like, fuck. Yeah, I said, oh, fuck, here's Jack. Well, my thought was like, okay, he looks mad as though, I was like, I bet he thought Will and Hannibal fucking escaped together. Like, yeah. they ran off together again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, Cynthia Nixon's going to be up my ass so much <laughs> on Monday. Right. She's going to be blowing up my email. I built a, I spent all my political capital on it. God fucking damn it. Like, he's like. Yes. Uh, how much leash does he have? Think about it. This is all canon. And we haven't even gotten to the storyline that happened in Silence of the Lambs. And Jack Crawford is still employed at the FBI. This motherfucker cannot. He is untouchable, apparently. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, he <laughs> must be just lawless, like no oversight. There's at no all. Senate hearings. There's nothing. No. <laughs> no. Why? You know, it's like, fuck. And like, I'm glad there's not. I'm glad we don't get in the weeds of that because that, w- again, that isn't this show. Like, we already got into enough with, with, with Cade Purnell, and that was enough. Hey, justice for Cade Purnell. Hey, no, I know I I respect what she does, you know. I respect her. I respect her job, but in the story of this show, I don't need that. We that's you know, good point. And then um, what did I wrote? Verger's got a chopper. Yeah. Oh, obviously, yeah. It's fucking assault rifles. And then I wrote, <laughs> "This is like the last helicopter out of Saigon." They're just like, "Let's get <laughs> the fuck out of here." Let's roll. You have one bag. Let's go. Let's go and like. Yeah, we each have one bag, and then like the butler ahead of us with the two big suitcases carrying our <laughs> bags ahead of us. Oh man, I, I mean, what kind of a life are they living? I just can't imagine. And yeah, where are they Virgil going? Life. Well, I can imagine the Virgins probably have properties oh, like around the world. They're going somewhere off the grid. They're going to like the island beside R- 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 Richard Branson's island. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, they're like, we gotta go off the grid. We can't, he will find us. Like the rest of their yeah, life obviously. is reported dead. Like they're like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Like they're surrounded by guards all the time. Well, and uh, Alana especially needs to get the fuck out of Dodge because Hannibal literally said yes. like, your ass is grass. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're done. I'm coming for your wife and your kids. That's right. <laughs> and then here we are, the cliff. We made it. At the at the house, the like nice modern house. Yeah, his like his his like little like his like his hideaway. little hideaway. His like hideaway like ocean cottage, where he takes all his all his girls. Yes, he's like I was here with with uh, Miriam, then Abby, now you, and soon <laughs> the ocean will take the roiling Atlantic will take us all. Right. Yeah, soon all this will be lost to the sea. How poetic. Man, you're playing games with yourself in the dark of the moon, <laughs> whatever that means. What, whatever that means, but right. So, he's, I mean, they're in their sexy little sweaters, and Hannibal Popcorn. comes over with a comes over with, yeah, he said, Let's let's drink, let's drink up. 
you know, Will says, he's watching us right now. And Hannibal goes, I know. Pop. And then, boom. Shot. Shot through the wine glass into the belly. And there was a great, like, shot of the wine bottle breaking. And I was like, you spoil a good vintage, man. You know it was a beautiful (laughs) bottle of wine. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's, that's your tourist talking. You know, Nothing like something delicious wine. going to waste. Oh, uh, come on, man. Um, early, just right before he goes, like, high compassion for you, Will, is inconvenient. Yeah. Uh, compassion, I mean, quote unquote. Hannibal's not capable of that, really. I, I guess Hannibal-level compassion. Yes, his, his deep interest. Yeah. Um, and Will takes a sip. I love this. Pop. Hannibal gets gutted, blast open the bottle. He kind of falls, and Will takes a sip. And yeah, Will's like well, interesting. Cool. Well, he's just he's just gonna watch. I mean, so many times has like how many times has Hannibal been in the same situation where someone is like lying, like dying on the ground, and Hannibal's just like, hmm, interesting. Okay, well, hmm. Yeah, cool. Oh, definitely. So, yeah, he's he's watching him die, but then I guess realizes that what he doesn't want to just see him die nope yeah he's like no thank you no man no thanks not my boo not this fucking dragon (laughs) he's like you're dying i'm gonna film it you're dying i'm gonna film you dying it will be beautiful the your strength will meld with the strength of the dragon and then hannibal goes that's a glorious and disconcerting idea Uh, he's not like i don't want to die he's like ah it sounds glorious but also disconcerting disconcerting (laughs) yes so is this when then will like whips out his little knife no uh, uh, dollar hide dollar has a knife will goes for his gun that's right that's right and and then frank is like fuck you and boom fucking knifes will in the head right in in like the the jaw yeah and then this knives them out knives them in the jaw right and then they, they like end up outside they're like tussling and then right the the dragon's wings come out and he's like oh, this is sexy <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, when they were like on the ground like fuck the blood it was fucking hot and the music was like this music called love crime the song was called love crime i could the x-ray didn't say who it was by but it was called love crime it, I think it was in the credits, but I missed it. Yeah, I mean, the it was like, so they were tussling on the ground. And at this point, let me just like paint a scene for you. I like have my, I have my laptop on my lap and I'm like taking notes, but I'm like legit like mouth agape during this whole scene. I'm just like, and I'm, I'm like mindlessly like taking notes when I like can't take my eyes off the screen. And so like some of my notes at this point say things like, He's too hot to die. I don't know who I'm talking about. All of the above. They're all, <laughs> all too hot. All of them. Yeah. Yes. He's too hot to die. And then. Stabbing and the grappling. <laughs> and then, right. And then I wrote, wait, he's too hot to die too. <laughs> just... That's the subtitle of the show. <laughs> too hot to die. And then, right, and so they're tussling, and it, it was so beautiful the way the, like, the sound fades out and this, like, song fades in. Yes. Higher, right? I love, I'm a sucker for, like, a fight sequence with no, with no, at, with no sound in the scene and just a score. I love yeah. that. 
Yeah. I love that. And it's fucking sexy. They're like grappling and then they're like, on like this is like actors, like levels, yeah. play levels, like get low and like <laughs> mid, occupy yeah. the mid space. Just like very like kind of like, you're kind of yeah. kneeling and crouching, but like one arm is up and they're all kind of like going mm. after him. It was also very reminiscent of like the Kylo Ren, like the, the, the scene when Ray and Kylo are fighting together against yeah. the, the, the guards in that awesome scene from The Last Jedi. Yeah. They're both like teaming yeah. up. And then the greatest move ever, Hannibal fucking piggyback rides Frank. Yeah. Will stabs him and Hannibal, do you want to say it? Well, Will, Will guts him. He doesn't yeah. just stab him. He like cuts his guts wide open. Yes. And then Hannibal leans over and bites his like throat yes. off. He whips his throat off with his mouth. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Unreal. And then and then I just love the scene of like, again, this music is just like soaring. Yes. And it's just Frank's blood is just pouring out yes. of him. And then when he falls, he has the, the wings of blood. Yeah. Yeah. He must have known he was going to die because he burned everything before this. Yes, right? Which was interesting. He must have known, like, yeah. this is it. I become the dragon. I die going out. I just, like, this is it. Sure. And then they just bleed the blood on the floor. <laughs> and <laughs> my daughter in my room with my wife being like, I don't know, something. And then um, he's like, it does look black in the moonlight. It does. I know. I love this. It was like, this point is just so touching, right? Like, yeah. I don't know why it's so touching. I wish someone would explain that psychology to me but right will's like it does look black in the moonlight looking at how he's just like obviously covered in blood and they stand up they're kind of standing at the edge of the cliff there and hannibal says see see (laughs) ah i i internally i was screaming screaming this show is just so beautifully circular i could i could kill myself the callbacks are perfect the callbacks, he says, see, this is all I ever wanted for you. For, for both, both of, us. of us. And the hug to end all hugs. Oh, and Will says, it's beautiful. And then they fall into the roiling. The Atlantic takes them. That's right. And now this is what I wrote before I saw the post-credit sequence, which changes everything. Okay. I wrote controversial take. I'm okay with it as it is. Yeah, what like, ending there, yeah, nothing else? We're in the story in the books and stuff. So like, I get that in the canon, this can't be the ending. But as a standalone story, if it's like a retcon, like this is its own universe, I am so okay with yeah. them falling and it's over. Well, it was such a beautiful yes. finale. 100%. That it, it can stand alone. I feel like yes. this show could stand alone and it does, obviously, and it lasts, and the and it's it truly yeah, is beautiful. Yeah, and I'm so on board for season four. Of course, I am. Everyone's calling for it, and I'm totally agreeing. Whatever platform keeps it up, it'll be great. And I know, the, I know the actors are in for it. At the same time, I'm also like, this isn't like a Firefly or whatever. We're, we're like, we never got to finish it. It finished, and I am very happy. Granted, yeah. the last we said it, it was abbreviated. They they sped it up, but it ended gorgeously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really did. So, so how does this? Cha- how does the post-credit scene change things for you? Well, because now I know he gets out of it. Like I knew he gets out of the water, but now like it's official he gets out of the water in the world of the show. Well, you know what I mean. 
Well, I think the interpretation is that Delia cut her own leg off. What the fuck? Because there's no one at the other seat at the table? Yeah, there's no one else there. And I think, hold on. So here's the- Are you saying this or other people said this? Other people have said this. The interpretation is that Will scared her so much that she preemptively cut her own leg off. Whoa. Thinking, thinking that Hannibal would show up to do it himself. Whoa. And That's so she's, she's like sitting there waiting for him. That's wild. I love that, that ending. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's other interpretations. So like, I mean, whatever, but. He came out and he did this. Right, right. Or right, exactly. But um, I love but, that. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of love that too, that she did it herself. Me too. Me too. I love that. I hope that's real. Like, I think that is the better, that's much more interesting. Because I think it really points to like her being, she can't shake him. Yeah, she, she yeah. can't shake him. I love this. I love that. I would love that. And I love that she sits there for all night and he never comes. Yeah. I, that's so much more interesting. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. I mean, it's so sad that it's over. So sad. Wait, one last like little tidbit is while I was watching the credits roll, um, and I don't know if this has been the case the whole time and I've never noticed it because I don't watch the credits, but um, fucking Jose Andres was a culinary consultant on the show. Oh, I love it. I love him. Yes, he's amazing. I was just like, what they got fucking Jose on They got Jose, man. Brian <laughs> they got Jose, three. baby. Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, but wow. What? What? What a show. A show. One of, the, one of the most original, unique shows of the 21st century. I would even venture to say, but especially of the teens, at the yeah. very least. You know, and, and, and I, think, I think because it was on a network, and because you couldn't, you couldn't go there, right? So if this was on HBO, AMC, it, it would be full R. Like, and, and I think this exact show literally changed nothing about it. Maybe if it's on HBO, you have like fuck or whatever, you can have bad language. Yeah. It would be like a prestige. It would be like lauded. Yeah. But I think, yeah. I think, and this is my theory going on nothing. I feel like it being on NBC, like it, it couldn't fit in the box it was it should have fit in. Like this should go down as one of the best shows of the teens, if not the whole, you know, the past twenty years, along with your Deadwoods and your Breaking Bads and all those other great shows. Yeah, it should go in there. And I think the fact that they did this unbelievably original thing on NBC was, is cannot be overstated. How 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 like, no, like I- awesome. <laughs> I, I 100% agree, right? Like, uh, yeah, exactly. We can commend shows that have had um, or been on channels that have given them the leeway to be good, like like yeah, AMC FX does and like and AMC. FX and right, exactly. But the fact that they did as much as they did, as well as they did with that cast on NBC, on NBC, like six, seven years ago, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, is is nuts yeah um, and this is like right when prestige she was popping off like this would have been a netflix yeah. series i guess these things you know, like this like but it's it's brilliant yeah um and brian fuller gets the leeway because he's brilliant and they were like we got you and they got the actors on board and they had the great writing so they were able to do it um yeah. and like the i can't be overstated how the like every element is so key like tv is a character's medium and it's a writer's medium so you have to have great characters and these actors on that they were both incredibly well written 
and also the actors, the casting was flawless. Right. I mean, I think even the minor characters that we, some, some of them we, we only knew for half a season or something. We even like hunt off, like the bee lady, love her. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. The bee lady or the the um, concert um, cello player or like with the hot abs in season. Great. Hell Please. yeah. I mean, all like there was no moment. There was no character in which I was like, who is this person? They don't fit. Like what? No. What is their deal? The chemistry was perfect. Like all of them fed off each other, especially yeah. Hugh and Met Metz just and and Hugh and, and Jillian and Mess. They yeah. just fed off each other. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, Fishburne and Mess Mickelson fed up like all of them perfectly com- com- combined to feed off each other and brought out the best in their work, which made it so great. And you have a show that is a franchise that everyone knows. Everyone knows Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows Silence of the Lambs. And then like Real Heads, no, no, the books and the other movies, right? So you have all of this that you're going on top of, and you could have made it a referential show. It could have been like Clarence. It could have been very interesting. <laughs> you could have done that. Right. And it would have been like, okay, whatever. Like, this is now an homage to the things we already know. Instead, they're like, no, we're going to make it ourselves. We're going to make it totally yeah. new. Yeah. And it worked. <laughs> and, and it worked. And it was, <laughs> it was beautiful. And, I, you know, I think, it, I think it also helped that it was so, like, objectively, beautifully styled yes. and shot. It had to be. It, right. It had to be. Because if it were just a, if it were something closer to, like, a procedural or if it were something closer to like, like, like Gotham, just or like, 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 yeah, just like a gritty, like a horror thing. I don't think it would have gotten as far, but the fact that it was so like artistically from, from the food presentation to the lighting, whenever there was lighting to, um, to the set. I mean, I think it all. Yeah. Because he's the focal point. Again, it's called Hannibal, of course. Like you, so, so if it's his focal point, it has to be refined. It has to be beautiful. It has to be all those right. things. Otherwise, it's, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. great, mm-hmm. so good. <sighs> okay, bittersweet well, moment. So bittersweet, but so we made it. And- I both want to prolong this episode for so long because I don't want this to end. And I also really have to go to the bathroom. Oh no, well then let's go. Yeah, Because like I had a beer and, a, and two glasses of water because they were talking and I'm just like, I'm over here like no. rocking back and forth. It's, it's awful. No, let's but no, this has been a long one anyway. And listeners, we love you. I also wanted to give a shout out, went to quick, quick to the list, people who've stuck with us. Like, this is a wild idea. And there's other podcasts that do this. And this is a fandom that is very passionate. And like, I can never thank the fandom enough for being so welcoming to us. Um, yeah, no, I mean. Not calling us dummies and writing us off as a minute, which, which would, they would have been justified in doing. The the fandom, the Hannibal fandom has been so patient and I think is, we've said this before, but I think they are some of the most like welcoming and Wonderful. like nicest and interesting and like smartest fandoms out there. Wonderful. So it's been Love such you. a pleasure. And although we are, the two of us are very lazy and, um, and obviously this podcast is about the show, not necessarily the books, but we so appreciated everyone's like knowledge and just like grace with us. Um, and just so excited to like, I think we can just call ourselves fanables now for sure. 100%. Like, like, yeah. Deep in it. And, like, I hope you guys will allow us to, and like, we love the show and love the fandom and like, 
love to just join our voices in. Like the point of this podcast wasn't to be a fanable podcast of people who are established. It's just two people who love this show and want to talk about it. And we happen to have, you know, the community welcomed us in. You could have yeah. been like, who's this people? And then it would have been just us doing this for nobody, <laughs> which would have still been Wait, fun. Which would have been fine, yeah. <laughs> but it became something wonderful. Right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we love you guys so love much. You guys so much. Thank you so much. And please, honestly, we'll post a, like a thing on our Facebook, on our Twitter, so you can like then respond separately. But l- let us know, like, wh- what wouldn't you like to yeah. hear from us and see from us in the future? Because we yeah. want to still get involved. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and hopefully this coming fall, there'll be another Fanable Fest, and we'll hopefully be able to meet at some point and do some of that. I definitely want to do some of yeah. that. Yeah, I doubt we're ever going to get to Red Dragon Con as that as that that's in London. But Toronto, I can, you know. Yeah, Toronto, we can swing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, credits for the last time. Yeah, let's do it. The show was written, produced, edited, mixed by us, the Butchers, Melina, and Jack. Um, Our theme music and our costume outfit music is by the great Sean Hills. And our logo design is by John Larson. Uh, follow us and chat with us on Twitter. We'll still be, be there. We'll still and be there. We, that's right. We'd love to hear from you. Our um, Twitter is at FButchersPod. Our website, which I, I'm probably just going to deactivate pretty yeah. soon, is uh, theethicalbutchers.com. Um, <laughs> and keep sending us emails. Yes. We love you all um, at ethicalbutcherspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much. Keep it sleazy. Thanks, keep it safe. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Look after each other from a distance. That's right. We we love you. Thanks for a great time. Bye, y'all. Bye.